Hello and welcome to Love Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. And uh, I'm I'm Russell from the House of War World. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Yeah, uh, cool. So yeah, we're joined by Russell. Uh, welcome, Russell. Welcome. Yeah, I'm so glad to finally be on one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, awesome. oh, thank you very much. Uh, in fact, we were just on Russell's podcast, Terms of Evil, to talk about Mongol. Yeah. Uh, and Comfort his, King. Yeah, resemblance <laughs> to the various fruits and body parts. Um, <laughs> um, oh, boy, yeah. yeah it, you can't get a better introduction to an episode than I think what we pulled off, so to speak, in that episode. So uh, go check it out if you haven't. <laughs> it's, um, it's a pearl. Yeah. yeah. And we only yeah. talk about pre-crisis mongol as well so we Uh, we didn't even get into like the the current hilarious status quo of mongol just being mongols killing each other um yes and just inheriting their grudge for superman (laughs) yeah which is yeah pretty funny it is funny because like he kills him then he's like all right first thing on to do list is to dick superman over somehow um it's like you've never even met the guy uh but uh Speaking of, uh, coincidentally, we are recording on Superman Day. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Happy Superman Day. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I, which is, I was always confused because there seems to be like two or three a year, but like this seems to be the real one because ah. um, everyone is like talking about it and all the official things are saying it. So, yeah, uh, I'll probably watch something Superman related today uh, you got a, you got a couple of deliveries or something didn't you was that not today but it came recently yeah right? yeah came yesterday okay. uh so i got that that uh, dc issued that reprint for the uh grant morris anonymous because mm-hmm. uh in the original uh, one of the pages had missing text and sholly fish was not included on the cover and he was on the inside but he was spelt wrong uh yeah Charlie Fisher's he did the backups of every issue in that run, and his yeah. quality was just as good as Grant Morrison's work, so he definitely deserves to be on the cover. Um, and uh, also the John Byrne Man of Steel hardcover volume three, yeah. uh, you know, with a delightful cover of a bunch of miniature people flying towards a horrified I, superman um I, I seem to know somebody else that's supposed to pick up some john Byrne superman but i don't know who that oh, is yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's in the mail I, 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 I blame the post <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah uh so you know that that was good um and you know i'll, I'll point out uh i can't it was some marvel on this i can't remember but it's funny, like, because uh, they issued a full reprint, and most retailers issued a free refund for the uh, Superman Grant Morrison omnibus. Mm. They saw their mistake. They're like, "All right, we'll put out the omnibus again. We'll fix this page, fix the cover, and then this other omnibus." That uh, I think it was Expert or something, but they're like, "Oh, look, just yeah. print out the page." That's ridiculous. Online, yeah, that had the wow. missing text. <laughs> Get, you get your get your glue stick and then just shove it in the book. Yeah, it's like wow, <laughs> hell, man. Like you know, that's pretty poor. That is pretty uh, poor. That being said, I did not expect that DC would do a reprint of the Morrison Omnibus because I didn't think the Morrison Omnibus was that big. It feels like the rebirth to Marcy mm-hmm. Omnibus, but uh, no, fair play. Uh, yeah. Quite happy. Um, so yeah, Superman Day. I'll be watching 
Hmm. I've watched... Uh, I guess I haven't watched Man of Steel or BVS recently. I haven't watched Superman 4 or Superman Returns recently for yeah. good reason. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure. Might watch it. You watched the... Um, also, Connor, you mentioned it was <clears throat> mid-last week, uh, the time of this recording, the latest episode of Superman and Lois was, yes. was dropped as well. Yeah, I, I thought episode yeah. 8 sucked. Um, oh, did it? Okay, I haven't seen it Episode 9 was good. Oh, I, sorry, the latest is episode 9. Yeah, yeah episode Russell. 8 was just, like, the worst kind of drama for, like, the whole episode. Oh, um, uh, right. Yeah. Russell, have you seen it? Have you seen it all? I have not watched any of it. I did oh. listen I did listen to your commentary on the first episode. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. I've been meaning to watch it, especially since it's on HBO Max here in the States now, but uh, oh, cool. I haven't yet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah for, for sure. It, um, a, a few twists and turns here and there, but uh, it's for me like just personally, it's, it's not too CWE. Not that you know that's, mm. there's anything wrong with yeah. that. There's there's enough. It's kind of a little bit more, a little bit more grown up, if I can say that. Um, in, so in other words, it's like good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh God, we have we have people who love the CW. Yeah, here, for sure. Uh, who listen to the so, show and they just put up with me bashing it constantly. Um, yeah, I mean, I I liked I liked like the first two seasons of Arrow. I liked the first season of The Flash, but I didn't keep up with anything after that. Yeah. I did re- I did recently. I guess it wasn't a CW show at the time; it is now. But I I did recently start watching Star Girl, and oh, um, yeah. that that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like I was expecting something pretty poor but it was actually not bad i think it's really good yeah you like yeah. Connor, that, didn't you? yeah so yeah that's pretty good because they because it, it, it's called star girl it looks like a show for you know not not people Young like teens. like not me and russell right, it's, you know. it's yeah. teens um, you know yeah. but yeah. then uh they have uh the stepdad stripes he's like the insert oh. for all the people who aren't teenagers yeah <laughs> So he's really like the other main character, um, and uh, you know, as, as Russell watches the show, like it's based on a run, I think. Yeah, Jeff Johns. Up, yeah, it ends up being called Stars and Stripes, and I feel like the show should have been called Stars and Stripes, but I guess Star Girl's more marketable. Um, yeah. But trepidatious about season two because it's in CW now, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially since they're bringing in such a like massive overpowered villain for season two. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Who's that? Uh, Eclipso. Uh, Eclipso, oh, wow. yeah. Um, Ray, uh, Eclipso was the original Spectre. Oh. Oh, re- uh, yeah, okay. Like, the the first one to carry that mantle. Yeah, like, oh. after, after he kind of, he was like the original god of vengeance or whatever, and then he went crazy, and, okay. uh, yes... He's the guy um, with the the half white, half black face, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. His design was always odd to me. I'm not huge on it, to be honest. Yeah. His visual design, but um, he is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, season two, I think that everyone's wondering what new characters I'll introduce as well because they have like the Flash and Green Lantern and stuff. The Golden Age versions have been referenced. So how, how yeah, many the... episodes? Sorry, how many episodes is the season? First season, like. 10 okay or yeah, 13 was... oh yeah um, uh, i really only started watching it because 
of the JSA connection. I, I did really like Stargirl in the JSA comic. I thought she was always well written, even though, you know, I'm not usually the kind of guy that really likes the teen drama stuff. But yeah, uh, no. but she was always good in the comic, and I think that they've adapted her uh, pretty perfectly on this show. Okay. Well, the show does not have much teen drama stuff, surprisingly. Right. Um, it, it gets pretty dark, too. Like, Oh, yeah, uh, it gets super dark. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to watch it, then. I should be... Well, I mean, it has Solomon Grundy, so... Mm, you know, yes. He's awesome. I, I... I did also want to comment. I think it's hilarious that um, Luke Wilson is on a DC show, and now Owen Wilson oh, is yeah. on a Marvel show. <laughs> so Luke Wilson's the best part of Stargirl. He's is great. He, oh, is he the stepdad? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. He's just telling all these punk kids to calm down. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. The um, worst part about Stargirl is the little brother to me. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah. I don't think he's I'm, in it much, is he? I mean, I've only seen like the first three episodes, right. and he was just really annoying. I wait till I wait till you see the the new uh, Hour Man. God, he's Ooh. annoying. He's the worst. And isn't Lou Ferrigno the old Hour Man? Oh, is he? Is he? Oh, okay, I, I think so. I don't. I don't think so. He didn't. Um, he didn't really look old enough. Well, let me see here. Lou Ferrigno. I mean, he does. He does age well, you know, if you... Oh, not that well. <laughs> oh, I mean, guy, but he's... I, I got the he's... vibe the guy looks like 30 in the show. Um, oh, yeah. okay, right. Yeah, okay, yeah well, it's, it, it says... Uh, it says Golden Age Hour Man, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, Wait. Lou Ferrigno Jr. Ah! Wow. That's it. Oh, that wow. makes more sense. He realized yeah. his son was... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's good, and it's in its own little universe as well. None of that crossover stuff. But they they shoved a cameo into Crisis because they dragged everyone into that. Um, you know, and then and then they ended up eliminating Batwoman from it. <laughs> yeah, like, Gosh. apparently I can't remember if that show like re-aired or what, but they digitally took her out. Wait, of a really? Scene. What? Yes, you're kidding. No, not wow. at all. Yeah. Well, what's happening to that latest bat? They woman? they have a new yeah is she a new is... chick and but the funny a, thing is they a new a new character. They brought oh. in the old character but recast her. Yeah. With, so a lot of people are like, why didn't they just do that in the first right. place? Then <laughs> you know. Wow. It's like I, I've never I never watched the Batwoman show because you know CW and all that. Um, I have read some of her comics, and I actually like her a good bit. But um, she sounds yeah, I ne- interesting. Yeah, I ne- I just love the aesthetic of her, like with the cowl, but the flowing red hair coming out of the bat back. Yeah. I just think this it's really cool. But well, yeah. whatever she's popped up, she's been really irritating for me. It's oh, like, just like a butthead, like oh, I'm so you know cranky and cool. Uh, I liked her yeah. teaming up with Steel in that Batman Superman. I thought, and that's cool. exactly what she was like in that team. <laughs> was she? Oh, I, I totally thought she was. She's. Um, yeah, I've done it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Superman Day, uh, and, God, not really much other news. I'm sure there's 
stuff happening, but nothing I really care about or remember. Um, so I haven't read any of the new comics yet, but they're all sitting here ready to read, oh. uh, which is good because then I'll be able to read a bunch in a row. God, how many yeah. have you stacked up? Uh, not that many, like five from oh. I think Action and Superman. I thought, I thought so you like stopped. Totally. I thought you stopped for a while. I didn't know. No, oh, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't read since Bender's finished. Oh, and okay. Philip Kennedy Johnson started, but I read all the Future State stuff. So oh, okay, right. I I read that first issue that uh, Johnson did, and uh, I haven't really read anything else DC since, uh, <laughs> other no. than old stuff. Um, I want to get, I want to get that um, the Asian um, Pride. Oh, yeah. Well. That- and, and the and the other pride one. I want to read both of those because they have characters in both that I like. Mm. But um, um, yeah, did you I'm, say the first Johnson issue was good? I think you were telling me that. Yeah, I just haven't really. I've just been reading so much other stuff. I haven't yeah. kept up with it. But yeah, it was good. Um, I really liked what they set up. It was mostly a setup issue. Yeah. Um. um and I like other than that with DC, the only thing I'm really excited about besides the Superman stuff, which is, I mean, I'm actually excited about Superman stuff for once. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're doing this Fear State um, uh, kind of event, I guess you could call it. It's all centered around Scarecrow, so you know uh, I'm yeah. all in. So yeah, yes, well, so which it's is a nice like, change I, from Joker War. Uh, oh god! <laughs> Stop shoving Joker down our throats. <laughs> I remember, I remember seeing the thing for Joker War, and it's like, ooh, he's in the Batcave, and he's spray painted and stuff. And I'm just like, who cares? <laughs> you know, another Joker showdown. Um, he does seem a bit overused. I mean, yeah, it sounds like you guys, being DC fans, are pretty well. You, in particular, Russell as well, because you're, you know, you follow Batman. A bit, a bit sick of it though. Like, you well, know? see, I I love the Joker, but like yeah. he overused. he's just yeah. overused, yeah. and like I feel like back in the day he was used sparingly. Mm. Um, like he would go away for a while, and then when he came back, it was a big deal. Now yeah. he's in like every issue. He's got his own solo book. It's yeah. just I don't think that's a good move. Yeah, no. it's I didn't yeah, even know maybe... he had his own solo book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, kids, the joke is not someone to emulate, by the way. Exactly. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know. Let's just um, state that out there right there. You know, you might as well... Yeah. I, I don't think Batman's the most stable, or, you know, coconut in the shed, whatever analogy. No, 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 no. <laughs> But, like, I think, you know, it's, you're better off emulating him than the Joker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, I'm going to get a lot of props from this over from a certain podcast, but I feel feel like the biggest role model in the Batman universe is probably Dick Grayson. I agree, because like he's 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 just as competent a fighter and a detective as Batman, but he doesn't like, and he also had tragedy in his life. He lost his parents too, but he doesn't. He deals with it better. Yeah, you know, he seems more stable. Like he seems um, like he's actually, yeah, exactly addressed it a lot better. All his trauma and, and stuff. And you know, you could probably attribute that to you know Batman and Alfred 
uh, pretty much raising him. So yeah, I guess you know he had a even like Bat Batman just had Alfred when he was growing up. So mm. uh, you know I guess Dick kind of had the best of both worlds. He he had he had kind of the comfort of Alfred, but also the the hardening of of Bruce. <laughs> yeah, uh, like you read the the chuck the chuck dixon nightwing stuff i've read like year one batman's a real jerk to him mm-hmm. uh and he, at that point where he's like oh you're fired because <laughs> <laughs> you know you were doing stuff for the titans and it's like well you know you know fuck you batman <laughs> right, right that's a that's a, that's a drop we should keep like, <laughs> Sorry. yeah <laughs> i just i i really can't stand like overly douchebag batman like i like it when he's serious and but i still he cares about or he's supposed to care about the people in his you know circle mm. uh, i don't i don't, I don't like for that. Uh, who frank miller oh god yeah because well, I, I was i was not, hoping you'd say that <laughs> not him specifically like he did a specific take on a future and that's cool. But it's more everyone that ran with it. So it's Frank Miller's fault, but it's not like he kind of foresaw what was going to happen. Like, everyone just tried to emulate him no, and turn he... Batman into a huge arsehole. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, in that story, Batman was, like, over 60 years old and there was a darker future. Um, um, yeah. But people are writing him, uh, like... I mean, you've got to... I mean, yeah, you've got to give him props for what he did to a character. I mean, look at... Historically where he's kind of taken it. So that's good, but you're right. He's got no he's got no control of what happens afterwards. Yeah. Well, he, he just kind of opened the door and showed you what can, you know, what's a possibility. Right. This is uh, his own Looney Tune palace yeah. where he just writes whatever he wants. Yeah. Um, well, well Frank Miller Frank Miller did end up writing a pretty terrible Batman in uh All-Star Batman. Oh yeah. Uh, the that infamous was, I'm the goddamn Batman line. <laughs> And he, oh, he's wow. just That's... abusing Robin, like, physically. He's hitting him yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. That's and, terrible. Yeah, yeah so... And I know. guess that's that's meant to be a prequel to Dark Knight? It is, Dark? yeah. It's yeah, like... So... It's, you know, it's all in the same... Uh, the Millerverse. So you have Dark Knight Returns, Year One. Uh, then that. Then you have... Um, the sequel Star Returns. Now you have Superman Year One as well, uh, which actually uh, was good until like the end of the the second half of the third issue, where it got really like. <laughs> You're talking when the other characters got, um, like the, the yeah, the yeah, rooftop. Like, yeah. You turn a page, the artwork and the writing just takes like a plummet off a cliff, and it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's what's happening here? The <laughs> the past two and a half issues were good. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> they were all apes. <laughs> yeah. It was just bizarre, like. <laughs> but surprising that we got two and a half good issues, considering Miller's reputation. Um, yeah. When's the know? last time Miller like wrote anything genuinely good? Uh, uh, outside of that, I heard some people liked uh, the Master Race. I haven't read that. Oh, I didn't. I haven't heard anything about that either. Um, I know that he has that infamous story called Holy Terror that he did. Oh, amazing. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the pinnacle of, like, 
the thing that the whole idea is like 911 drove Frank Miller crazy like it just drove him yeah. over the edge um yeah. and he wrote like holy terror batman just beating up terrorists but DC was like hang on we can't we can't have this be batman so <laughs> yeah yeah um i mean mills you know he, he got mugged a lot and stuff so yeah i think, I think he just <laughs> got tipped off the cliff uh i mean i we're talking about miller i think i think his best work is easily daredevil oh uh, yeah very good yeah it's fantastic yeah. i think i think it puts his like uh, i'm not saying this because i like daredevil and i'm not big on batman but i think like his daredevil genuinely like puts all of his other work to shame um i, I, I would like, agree I like... I liked his original Sin City. I thought that was good mm. with Marv. I haven't um, read that. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's very good. Uh, I think it things like the Dame, the Dame to Kill for, and everything afterwards kind of like, is not as good. But the original with Marv is is really good. Yeah, I've seen the the movie. Um, yeah, pretty much that. So, so you yeah, probably won't be su- Yeah, you won't be surprised. And I mean, the the good thing was, yeah, that ending. Like, I remember just being like shocked at the end and. It was really just really well done, but yeah, the movie does reenact it. Yeah, panel there's only panel. one man ugly enough to play Marv, and that's Mickey Rourke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not much the only man that. alive who can do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, Dark Knight Returns is looked at as like this seminal classic, and like it has never been anywhere close to being my favorite Batman anything. Like, it, yeah, I appreciate it was my favorite. what. It, Go on, sorry. No, I was just going to say I appreciate like what it did and how it kind of brought Batman kind of back into uh, you know darker territory, but um, Superman plummeting into the underworld. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just I don't know. There's parts of it I like, and then there's parts of it I don't like. It's just it's weird. I think I bought. Look, I, people love it. I'm not trying to take a dump on them or anything, but I think the reason it's so acclaimed is because it's an entry level comic that like mm. that makes you feel like you're reading like this serious art, you know? Mm. Um, and it's like written in a very like it's written like a movie, which mm. I think is why too. it's so yeah. accessible. Very accessible, yeah, yeah. Like I think for me, there's a lot better, a lot more well-crafted and put-together comics than The Dark Knight Returns. Um, But, like, and there's people who love The Dark Knight Returns, so it's their favourite, and, like, that's fine, and they've read heaps of comics, you know, but I think the reason it has, like, you see it next to Watchmen is that reason, and I don't think it should be next to Watchmen. Right. Uh, And I've kind of had my give or take with Watchmen, too, but... uh, No, I I understand. I think Watchmen's another interesting thing talk mm. about because yeah. i think a lot of people who read it and put it up so high they haven't read the stuff that is deconstructing <laughs> you mm-hmm. know so it's a bit yeah. odd yeah. uh i i look back at it now and i just love that you know those were originally going to be the uh, uh the charlton comic characters yeah like yeah Rorsch- rorschach was going to be the question yeah. and uh yeah blue beetle uh Night yeah Owl. yeah, yeah. So then infamously in the question run, which <laughs> the question goes on a on a trip and he picks up a copy of Watchmen <laughs> and, and he starts reading it and he's like, hey, this Rorschach guy is pretty cool. So for the for the rest of the issue, he acts like Rorschach and he he constantly gets his ass kicked the whole time. <laughs> and then at the very end, like these bad guys have him dead to rice and he's like, 
they're like, do you have any last words? And he says, yeah, Rorschach sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what run was this? This was the Denny O'Neill. Wow, uh, that is hilarious. Yes, yeah. Denny that sounds O'Neil, like the best thing Denny O'Neill's ever written. That's all. Awesome. Uh, uh, Denny O'Neill run on the question, I think, is the best Denny O'Neill thing, and that's saying a wow. lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm one of those people who's really partial to his uh, Superman run. Mm. Um, it's my favorite stuff. I I think his, his Batman with, um like... Uh, the demon stuff was good, but I don't know. Oh yeah, for me, anything past like the seventies that he does is a bit uh, for me. Like I really didn't like Venom. I thought that was terrible. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, that, oh you didn't that like sh- it either. I liked it, but I feel like it should have been a lot shorter. It was too long. Um, the writing was really like, like if you read it again and you pay attention to like the dialogue and the the sort of prose that it's written with is just. Mm. Bizarre, um, the way people talk and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. it's a good like. I think it's a good concept. And with his seventies Batman stuff, I mean, I, I mean, like you said, the demon stuff is good, even though I've never particularly cared for Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. Um, but I still think, I mean, the best issue of Batman he ever wrote, which is contradicting what I said earlier, is uh, Joker's Five Way Revenge. Uh, because that that brought the Joker back from, like, before that issue, he was turning Gotham's water supply into jelly. No. <laughs> so, like, this brought him back into being a more serious, uh, you know, actual threat, rather than just a goofy prankster. Yeah. I mean, the jelly thing sounds awesome, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds like a Batman 66 plot, which yeah. it probably was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he... I remember reading, like, the Golden Age Batman. Like, he, the Joker did kill people in that mm-hmm. um, Batman. Oh, too, even his, his, first, <laughs> his first appearance was quite sinister as well. Like, Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. to me, like, having read that, um, that first appearance... He, he came off really well, like as a yeah. not just as a prankster. He, he, like a there's killer. a uh, there's a great retelling of that first Joker appearance uh, that Ed Brubaker did called yeah. uh, Batman: The Man Who Laughs. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, it's really good. It's kind of it's almost like a um, companion piece to Killing Joke. Um, wow. Mostly, mostly yeah. because the Red Hood it, stuff. Yeah, it kind of picks up right after the flashbacks in Killing Joke where he turns into the Joker. So, uh, yeah, it's really good. The art's really creepy. And, uh, yeah, Joker is a sadistic bastard in that. It's one of of my favorite Batman uh, stories, is that retelling. Uh, I think my favorite Joker story, it's a generic answer, but Killing Joke is pretty good. And I I do think it's hilarious how that led to the Joker being overexposed as hell. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, like you know, and Alan Moore, like famously, doesn't really like that story. Uh, mm. Beautiful, beautiful art. Oh yes. Oh yeah, Brian Bolland. Um, yeah, really nice. I think I really loved like my favorite parts of that was just the the absurdly tragic origin of his, you know, like being always a comedian. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and how 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 much of an impact has that? book not only had on comics but on movies like 
Batman 89 is almost a killing joke movie in a lot of ways. Um, mostly because mm-hmm. aesthetically, like the like Tim Burton said that that was his favorite, and that's what he wanted his Gotham to kind of be like was how it's portrayed in that. Yeah, obviously, the, obviously the Joker is much different, um, mm. but he still you know falls into the vat of acid and all that stuff. So, yeah. but uh, I always I always got the vibe. Um, that it was heavily inspired by Golden Age Batman. Mm. I'd um, say it's a bit of both. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't realize that the Killing Joke was an inspiration for that outside of, like, the Vat thing. Although I right. think the Vat thing is old. Um, but yeah. I thought that was yeah. an original. Like, I thought that was his origin. It, it, but, yeah. it is, but I think how he fell into it is, yeah. is kind of goes back and forth on... How it happened? Obviously, the 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 movie didn't do the Red Hood thing, um, which would have been cool if they did, but they didn't. If I wrote it, he'd be like wearing big clown shoes, and then he'd trip over them and fall into the bat. <laughs> be like, I'm not wearing big clown shoes again. <laughs> one, um, one so, my, yeah, just uh, just on. one more yep. one more little note here. I know we got to move along, but nice. uh, one of my pet peeves about uh, the Joker in adaptations is I actually really hate it when he has makeup on like because the Joker doesn't wear makeup that's mm, his face yeah that's his skin oh, I so, thought you meant I thought you meant the skin colored makeup but you're talking about he wears white makeup like like Heath Ledger was just a guy in face paint and he had scarves. Oh. Like, I guess, I mean, I mean, Jack Nicholson, they went even a step further to where he literally had a permanent smile on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, the Jared Leto version sucks anyway, but he did have bleached skin. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just kind of like it. I know with the Nolan verse, they were trying to go realistic, quote unquote, but yeah. I still like bleach skin Joker more than just yeah. ah, it's a guy in face paint. You don't, you don't like Cesar Romero's painted mustache? <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> but yeah. the the best Batman sixty six villain was uh, Burgess Meredith as the oh, penguin. Perfect, uh, perfect. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. That egg guy was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it, wasn't every that pun Vincent like Price? that's that's Vincent Price? Oh, yeah. Are you yeah. kidding me? Oh, yeah, he was yeah. too, wasn't it? Classic. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, this icon. is excellent and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how much did they have to pay Vincent Price to do that? <laughs> it's a big name, like a cup. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. They were almost they they wanted to do Two Face on that show, and they were going to cast Clint Eastwood. Oh wow. And and uh, they were like, no, Two-Face is too scary. It's like, okay. I'd say Two-Face would scare Yeah. It, 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 it would be interesting trying to fit in Two-Face to that show. Uh, yeah. That being said, like, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, interesting. Um, but uh, all this Batman talk is not unrelated because uh, we are covering <laughs> Superman Batman Torment, a story arc written by uh, Alan Burnett. And uh, he he did a lot of uh, work on the Batman animated series, the Superman animated series, and the Batman Beyond animated series. And I think mm-hmm. he did some Justice League as well. 
this is one of the only writing credits I could find for him in comics. Okay. I think he did a Justice League story and something else as well. Uh, maybe he kept writing after this six-issue series. I'm not sure. Uh, and... Yeah, so this was issue 37 to 42, and it's uh, Dustin uh, Guyon is the penciler, mm-hmm. uh, Derek Fridolfs is the inker, Randy Mayer is the colorist, and Rob Lee is the letterer. I believe that's the case for all of them. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess uh, let's fly off to Gotham and then other places. Ooh. Up. Up. Up and away. Hello, I'm Alan. I'm Rebecca. And if you're listening to this, then we recommend that you check out our podcast, the DCAU Podcast, where we watch the original DC animated movies, starting from... Batman Masculine Phantasm, and continuing on to Justice League, Dark, Apocalypse War, and beyond. And we will cover such heroes as Batman, Superman, The Batman, Wonder Woman, Victorian Steampunk Batman, The Flash, Batman Beyond, Green Lantern, Old Man Batman, Martian Manhunter, and plenty more versions of Batman. Lots and lots and lots of Batman. You can find the DCAU podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you can get podcasts by looking up the DCAU podcast and subscribe today. Right, uh, so Superman, Batman, Torment... Uh... The cover for issue 37 is also the cover for the trade. Uh, I like mm-hmm. it. It's probably the best cover, I think, out of all of them. Um, okay. I mean, look, it, it's I a bit... Superman a bit off in it, but... I, I, I like... Yeah, I don't I don't agree, but well, that's fine, obviously, <laughs> but... It's a bit cartoony. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like the layout, like Krypton blowing up in the back and then the, oh, yeah. the pearls yeah. on the right the yeah um martha <laughs> oh, god that that's a joke that hasn't been played to death at all <laughs> um so yeah, the whole a, a, sorry oh, just sorry oh, a, a pretty simple yeah a pretty simple cover yeah but it, it um uh yeah the inking is is pretty good I, I came to really um get accustomed to the the artwork within um it didn't yeah. immediately strike me but yeah it, it was, overall it was pretty good yeah, I, I definitely think just, I mean, this cover, obviously, but the art in general, I think the artist liked Batman more than Superman. Right. Uh, but also, you know, Batman has the benefit of having a mask. Yeah, that's um, it. So, you know, I, I'm sure it's harder to draw, you know, a full face rather than it is to draw, you know, a Batman yeah. mask. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, I'm a sucker for like the green Krypton explosion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, with the green. yeah with that color and and um, computer effects on it, it makes it look really nice. Mm. Um, I have um, always I've I've always loved that logo too, the Batman Superman logo. Um, yeah, I don't think they've 
Have they even used that recently? They, I don't think they've really used that for a no. while. Like not since no. Sniff Two, and not not even now. Um, right. I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Williamson's Batman Superman, and that just has a big bat with a little S inside, but it's not. Yeah, I'm quite I'm like of, this. I'm kind of partial. They should probably have like it's just me, but probably should have the emblem and then have the little bat in there. <laughs> You know? mm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least it's called Superman Batman at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, that's true. But I remember when they they're like, "Oh, we're gonna call it Batman Superman." And I'm, at that point, I'm just like, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, whatever." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that that goes all the way back to the animated series because that when they did that World's Finest crossover and they put it on like VHS as a movie, it was called the Batman Superman movie. Yeah. yeah. So it's funny because it was in the Superman uh, show. Yeah, it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. But th- this whole setup, uh, so there's uh, Killer Croc's doing something, blah, blah. We're not going to go into super huge detail because no, uh, yeah. uh, there's six issues. But um, there's MacGuffin he has to steal from this guy Batman's investigating. Mm-hmm. And th- I was a bit worried initially, like this Shrocken dude. I'm like, oh, is this oh, like some new God. 2000 thing? <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. God. yeah, I didn't mind it. I, I like the idea that he smelt. <laughs> like, oh. Krilla Crocs going, God, he stinks. I'm going to throw up. Um, well, I'm glad. The Batman I'm, equivalent to Rogel's art. Yeah, but I'm glad he turned out to be what he turned out to be. Yeah. Let's that was say, yeah. When I when I started reading this, again, I hadn't read this before. Yeah. And I saw Shrocken. Okay. <laughs> I, at first, you know, I like big monsters, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm a Godzilla fan, I'm a Universal Monsters fan, I like monsters. So I'm looking at this guy, I'm like, what the hell does he have to do with this story? Yeah. And then, like, Killer Croc looks at him and he starts to get really scared, I'm like, oh no. Ah. Oh no. You locked in straight away. I was like, don't tell me that this is Scarecrow. (laughs) (laughs) But at first I thought maybe he's just an illusion. Maybe he's fear gas. uh, Because, you know, when you're infected by the fear toxin, you see stuff. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) I I thought that was the case. He was, yeah. I I thought he was. Yeah, because... because Batman sees through the illusion. Yeah, and because Shrocken chases the croc, and there's no way that Scarecrow would be able to swim as fast. Yeah, it's, as... it's not like okay. a suit or anything. Yeah, but but here's the problem with that analysis: mm-hmm. Scarecrow could not beat the shit out of Killer Croc if he was just an illusion. Well, I think that's because Killer Croc is like psychologically being affected. Yeah, he thinks he's being beaten. That's what I'm, I'm like in retrospect. Because at first I thought this guy was just a monster, but yeah, when it's revealed that he's... That's what I kind of thought. But it, it, I don't know. You know Scarecrow better than... than I'm us. just saying, yeah. I don't I don't think Killer Croc would have these physical injuries like they... Uh, like how the blood's coming. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. So yeah. I... I mean... Shrocken. I, I, I read... <laughs> I, I read in Scarecrow's biography afterwards, and it says, like... Darkseid and Decide... Not to spoil anything, but they turned him into that. So it's not Fear Toxin. Okay, huh. so there's a bit of... Bit of the, okay, right. I guess yeah. I guess we'll see later then what exactly happens. Uh, right. But yeah, he changed, it was, yeah, it was really confusing. It was really confusing. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah, Kill anyway. Crop's working for Shrocken. Clark and Lois are meeting Pete. Yep. And this, this whole thing was weird. Because uh, Pete... Is like 
oh, you have a beautiful, talented <laughs> wife, who, by the way, looks very hot today. And I'm like, what the hell, Pete? I know, that was a bit... Um... That's not cruel. <laughs> no, it's not. And that just kind of stuck out. like not a... normal behavior. <laughs> yeah. I, in, in hindsight, I inadvertently picked the horniest story I could have picked <laughs> for this show. Oh, my... Yeah, the... <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... But uh, I get that this is actually set up, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For later, when Clark yes. gets jealous of Pete. Um, could could yeah. you then, then headcanon it and say that maybe that little last... Oh, no, Lois actually says thank you. I'm just thinking, could like, Clark have imagined that little last comment as the beginnings mm. of maybe, you know, the, whatever, affecting him, making him fear all this? Yeah. I don't I'm know. surprised Lois wasn't like, only my husband can call me hot, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I feel like Lois would have, like, beat him up for yeah. saying yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But... Like, I, the, as I said before, <laughs> Superman in the 2000s is my real, like, blank spot. I haven't mm-hmm. read much of it. I read mm. President Lex, like, years ago, that whole thing, which is great. Um, and then Projoker, but, like, yeah, everything else I'm really blank on. And so I'm not sure if Pete was, like, a horn dog at this point or something. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I was just like, you know what else is hot? Pete, the sun, and then you just <laughs> tap him into the sun. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, and flings him. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was strange. But, yeah, as you said, Connor, it, it certainly is a setup for what we, yeah. we'll get later yeah. on. Um, and then, it, like, yes. it's like, they're really good friends and stuff, but it just, it felt, that dialogue just felt a bit artificial. Um, and, and maybe that's the intention. Like, you know, again, like, um, mm. I don't know, because again, we're, we're talking about how Lois seems out of character. So maybe this is like a narrative from, from I don't Clark, know. you know, I, I, it becomes a narrative from Clark later, but I don't think it is at this point. Yeah. I think they're trying to sow the seeds, but I'm yeah. not sure. Um, yeah. But uh, I always like when Clark and Alfred interact. Even yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, Superman hails up Batcave. They have a conference, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, then we get uh, this uh, lad with the cane, mm-hmm. uh, who, to my delight, turned out to be Dasad. Dasad. Because yes. I like Dasad. He's he's a real. He's uh, good, shit-y. isn't he? <laughs> oh, he's a, yeah. he's a great villain. A he's great a good villain, villain, is he? Yeah, yeah. Is he a regular? Semi-regular? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's he's okay. he's a apocalypse regular. Um, he is uh, a dark side's uh, right hand man. Yeah, he's the creepy powerful. guy. Yeah, very powerful. He very in, very uh, Emperor Palpatine esque. Uh, but he predates Emperor Palpatine by almost a decade. Oh. So, I mean, I think yeah, the main inspiration for Palpatine, I think, was just Satan. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, but, oh yeah, no, so... I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that Palpatine oh, was. Yeah, no, no, I think I'm just saying they're similar. Was like Satan as well. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dasad was in the animated Superman series a lot, um, and uh, he was in the starter cut. Much to my delight, actually, that was yeah. that mm-hmm. was a full surprise. Um, and he was. Uh, he was in somewhere else. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like Gloria's Godfrey too. Yeah, was he in Smallville? Was Desaad in Smallville? I, I think all the the main apocalypse people were in Smallville. Uh, I know Godfrey did... was in it. Desaad would Dark... have been. Darkseid was only like a shadowy cloud thing in Smallville. Yeah, he I like remember. possessed people. Um, yeah, was, you know, whatever. 
Yeah. It's yeah. funny because we got Apocalypse, like the physical planet Apocalypse, but we didn't get like Stoneface. Um, right. You know. But, uh, uh, just yeah. Gonna they, say, that's not as egregious as um, Cloud Monster Galactus. I'll always defend uh. Cloud Monster Galactus. <laughs> you will defend. So cool. Oh, come on, Connor. It was fine. What do you, like, what do you want? I mean,. Uh, I want Galactus. Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> it showed Galactus inside the cloud. Yeah, look, I, uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the film. I was happy to kind of like let that slip. I didn't mind it mm. too much. Um, but yeah, it would have been cool to see Galactus. But um, overall, I, I like that film. So. He, he was in it though. You could see him in the cloud. Like yeah, the the profile. Oh, give me. A I mean, what, what do you want? <laughs> like he's he's got this giant machine that devours planets. Like I don't understand how you want that adapted. But- they like, literally, they did not have the balls to show a giant dude with a helmet. Uh, but he's, he's and, not that big. Okay, some versions of him are that yeah, big. He's, yeah, yeah he's, but, he can be huge, yeah. I think a live action where you do this big, like, cosmic horror parasite thing, I think is a much better way to show. They, they've they literally done Ego the Living Planet now, Connor. They can do Galactus now. Oh, you mean like Kurt Russell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they didn't really... Yeah. Dude, I'm just saying, know. they have a talking raccoon and everyone oh, yeah. just buys you, you it. See, so. You see Celestials <laughs> as well, so... yeah. But yet they would not have gotten away with that back then. Uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. I mean, and it's not the MCU as well. It's Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you look at it, the Fantastic Four movies, like, they are MCU movies, like, in terms of, you know, style and quality. I guess, like, the Doom and Sue Richards are miscast, but, yeah. yeah. I don't Um, know about Sue Richards, to be honest, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's just me. Um, But, yeah, no, of course. Uh, So, uh, there's this stuff with Killer Croc. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's just, it's a thing for... Batman to find out more yeah. stuff. Um, yeah, because he, he turns up, he washed up in a fisherman's boat. Um, and then he has to fight Killer Croc, but Killer Croc's scared and he's able to take advantage. Uh, and yes, uh, that's then right. Shrocken kills a, a highwayman. Highwayman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which. And this uh, is where. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, there's a trend, I think, starting here. Um, actually, no, not yet. But this part's interesting. Um, About Clark and the 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 end. Yeah. So yeah, I like this. I so he's like he hears a shuddering. He's at the planet. He goes down and he sees this green stuff blowing up. And there's a really great mm-hmm. uh, last page where you see the Daily Planet. And, it's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, uh, it's Earth is turning into Krypton. And I thought this was actually. It's revealed in the next issue that it's just him hallucinating. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or dreaming. But I actually thought it was real initially at the end of uh, the oh, first yeah. issue. Yeah, me too. I had no idea what was really going on. I just kind of rolled with it. Yeah, and I, like, oh. I, yeah it was It was pretty weird. I was like, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because well, he was at hearing... The, at this... Sorry. At this point, we don't know that Scarecrow is involved. Yeah, exactly. Um... Because... Yeah, like, I knew he popped up in it, but... Right, yeah, we knew, because that was one of the reasons I picked it, but, yeah. like, yeah. if you were just reading this at the time, you wouldn't know that, oh, this is a mm. Scarecrow thing, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so it, it is a real kind of 
a nice little last page uh, cliffhanger because it kind of just leaves you. Imagine that, waiting a whole month like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. But the cover for the next, for issue 38, kind of really gives it away. So. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Scarecrow yeah. with the dogs. Yeah, before uh, you even, yeah, even open the page. Uh, the bad uh, super cape. Might be a might be a spoiler here, folks, but uh, I'm partial to this cover. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there 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 is a nice variant cover that's yeah. at the beginning uh, that I think is, that is Ed even McGinnis? better. Uh, it, or it'd be an Ed McGinnis style. I'm not sure if it's exactly him. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's like is this the Superman? Just like oh, constipated yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah. It's like <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't look like McGinnis. It. it I don't know. It's, Very... a, it's a similar style, I think. Well, because it they're looked... all bulging muscles. I mean... Yeah, I, I, I know this artist. I just can't think of his name. Yeah. This is this is the one that drew Batman for so long where he was just so exaggerated with those rippling muscles and Look the big, long bi- ears. Well, it's also the, the shiny quality. Yeah, you yeah. Know. I think this is the artist that uh, Dave shit all over the last time he was on <laughs> Last Sons of Krypton. Um, oh, I, okay. The one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I right. can't think of his name. I, I can't I think of it as well. He was talking about that, um, that oh, series. Oh, wait, wait. Is this that guy, um, the Wacky Nightfall guy? I think so. Uh, I think that is him. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, yeah. it'll, it'll say in the... Let's see. Uh, oh, here we go. Um, uh, Claudio, cover. I don't know. Claudio Castellini and Paul Mounts. Paul I don't Mounts. Think it's the same no, guy. No, okay. It's not. It's not. No, You're it's right. Not it. You're right. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just, I really like the Krypton or the Kryptonite and, you know, Scarecrow ominous in the background. But you're, you're right. Batman and Superman look kind of weird. But, uh, <laughs> Scarecrow uh, looks awesome, I think, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, he does. Yeah. yeah. I, I prefer the normal cover, though. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's dog, quite yeah. simple. It's effective. You have, you know, yeah. the moon scarecrow. It's like a horror cover. Um, yeah, yeah. The capes of our heroes, uh, and then we the cool intro. Uh, Superman sort of doing the rounds, trying to save all these people, and then uh, a building falls on Lois because mm-hmm. he can't hold it up because it's kryptonite. Uh, um, but it, oh, it was a dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, this, well, I guess when he woke up and it was a dream, I'm like, uh, and the, with the Scarecrow cover, it's like, okay, it's obviously Scarecrow. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, I was, I was like, I was along for the ride at this point. I was enjoying the comic. I was dubious about this Shrocken character. <laughs> Shrocken was a bit of an alarm bell. I was like, mm, forgettable 2000s edgy villain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, this whole, for me, this whole thing, I mean, just projecting overall, just really took a heel turn for me. Like, I didn't, mm. like, with Darkseid and all that, I didn't really, yeah, I thought it was, it went kind of really cosmic, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean. Which is really cool, anyway. But. Yeah. I really you like know, how, uh, go on. I was just going to say, uh, this this comic, you, you know, this whole arc is kind of, uh, I <laughs> I'm very wish-washy on it. Uh, there's some of it I really like and some stuff that I really don't like, but we'll yeah. get to that when we get there. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, I, I really like the way Clark is drawn in this. Mm. It's not quite as usual or traditional. It's, uh, he he's looks... got a... Yeah, his haircut's a bit better. You know what I mean? Mm. It's a bit more stylish. 
Yeah, he looks a bit younger as well. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's a nice, cozy feeling I get, which I say that a lot with various decades of Superman, mostly the 70s and 80s. But, like, the, 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 I don't know. It's something about the 2000s um, art-wise. I think there's just really a lot of nice artwork mm. in this decade. Yeah. Uh, we saw it before as well with, like, that Superman and Nightwing, the way Metropolis is rendered. Uh, I don't know. Just... Uh, I like it, and I'm mm. keen to dig into those Superman City of Tomorrow trades I have, uh, mm-hmm. you know. And if anyone here is shaking, it's my neighbor's washing machine. Ah, <laughs> Jesus I wondering what that was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought somebody had a jackhammer out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Clark's, uh, so he, he's had that kind of dream and stuff. He's kind of a bit pensive at it. Uh, then we yeah. go to, again, a bit more questioning, well, well, lack of questioning from Killer Croc. He's just yeah. moping around in his in his cell. Batman's <laughs> thing right now is just kind of investigating this yep. thing. Hasn't yeah. really gone anywhere yet. No. And then we, we cut back to Superman, who's getting progressively more, like, uh, anxious, I guess. Yeah, he's still this, this being was one of This was yeah. one of my favourite uh, yes. parts. Just yeah. because, and when you read it digitally, you get you know each panel at a time. Mm-hmm. So it was okay, really that's cool. It was even more of a buildup of like, hey, he's he's getting more and more you know anxious. So it was yeah. it, it was cool reading it panel to panel like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like how he started thinking in Kryptonian as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, the only th- the only thing about this and i'm sure connor might have agreed is that i was like don't tell me they're gonna do what they did in injustice Uh, i i had a (laughs) i had a bit i was a little bit worried yeah that he'd go Uh, bad okay well well okay so in injustice ray um joker uses scarecrow's fear toxin to make uh, Superman think that his pregnant wife Lois Lane is Doomsday. Oh, wow! Proceeds to punch the shit out of her. Uh... So he he kills her. He kills his yeah. pregnant wife. Yeah, yeah. And then of course he goes. You know the, oh. that that trope is he goes insane from grief. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He proceeds to shove his entire arm through Joker's body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember but... that. Uh, I remember that when. There was an annual in the nineties, and like it, this sound, like the premise sounds really callous, but it's actually really nicely written. Um, but I'm going to describe it callous anyway for humor. But um, so uh, Lois is pregnant, but she mm-hmm. dies in childbirth, and the kid dies as well because, like, you can't impregnate someone if you're Kryptonian and mm-hmm. have them survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he just goes and shacks up with Maxima. And it's like, all right, <laughs> like that's how you that's how he reacts to her dying. Like he just leaves Earth and shacks up with this warrior queen, um, <laughs> which I thought was a different take to Injustice. Uh, at, at least with Injustice, he uh, he thought he was defending his wife, I guess. <laughs> but uh, 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 you know. as I said, I described Kelsey, but the story is well written. Um, yeah, but yeah. Uh, like he doesn't do it straight away. But yeah. Um, but like and a, a same annual in the same series, like uh, everyone in Metropolis died from a nuke, and he became like a dictator. But 
it was like within character and it was really good mm, and okay. it was like a uh so he became like um dictator but he stuck to like he was very champion of the oppressed you know mm, yeah, he wasn't okay. like bah ha ha i blow up bridge with laser eyes um and uh <laughs> Bat- batman was yeah that happens uh and batman was sent after him by the government and it was of like course. a nice kind of reverse dark knight returns mm. um you know yeah. so it was uh, uh i think so it was a yeah. decent story uh, when you were describing that all i could think of uh was future imperfect uh the hulk oh, story yeah. Yeah. but uh like when you said that he was actually a pretty benevolent dictator i was like oh well no there goes that analogy out the window <laughs> yeah i think well, i mean you're on superman's side and then he like kills man martian manhunter at one point oh but it's just like well don't attack him um <laughs> i mean you know weak to fire heat vision that's just a disaster waiting to happen mm. so <laughs> I, I i was i was about to say you know talking about future imperfect and this did did the Hulk inadvertently create like the evil future Superman? And then I was like, well, we had Bizarro before that, but, (laughs) but like literally future imperfect is about the Hulk who goes insane and becomes an evil dictator. So I, I can see where, I mean, every, everybody has run with that evil Superman trope now from the boys, invincible, um, I don't mind if it's not Clark Kent, right? But when you do it to Clark Kent, he just kind of stops to being interesting, um, right? I, I saw I saw a nice uh, picture, and it was Superman, and he kind of had uh, Homelander and Omni Man <laughs> and uh, the little boy from that movie Brightburn. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah. He had them all together, and he was like, "I think you boys have been naughty or something <laughs> like that." So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah a few of those I, around. It's pretty good. Um, Homelander, Homelander is one of the most despicable characters in the history of anything, and I would give like anything to see Superman wipe the floor with him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I've noticed it's like a it's a popular thing. People are like, ah, oh, Superman versus Omni Man, Superman versus Homelander, mm-hmm. who would win? And I'm like, isn't that whole argument like extremely pointless? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they're like the same powers yeah. like the for, yeah. yeah yeah i mean sure you can nitpick like certain feet strength and stuff but like for all intents and purposes it's just the exact same power set right. like yeah you know yeah um so what we really need to do is drop doomsday on homelander <laughs> and it'll be fine <laughs> doomsday's a good guy yeah okay. oh, he yeah. would be in that yeah. situation for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah um but but uh swirling back to this uh i guess I didn't really get enough time to be worried about the lowest lane driving him crazy thing because no, not it's at not all. really a thing for that long. Right. Um, no, no, I was more, in, I was, I was <clears throat> giving it the benefit of the doubt. Cause I'm like, okay, well when this was written, yeah, this was a trope sometimes like for tomorrow, but I wasn't expecting it to, I don't know why I wasn't expecting it to go that way. I just wasn't. Um, I, I had, that was the furthest thing from my mind. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. I could, I could definitely see why you thought that, though, Russell. And I'm surprised yeah. I didn't, really. Um, but uh, we get Desaad being just a cool guy, stalking oh, this chick man. and killing her. Like, yeah. yeah. So this is more like his kind of 
thing for I think it's mentioned later on like he embodies like his main desires are to cause pain and stuff I guess this is yeah, just a little yeah. display he, he of him is, he is the torturer of apocalypse yeah. like yeah, right. he's and he kills her in like one of the most horrific ways that I yeah. can imagine uh, like you're just gonna stop breathing and you're gonna know that you're not breathing and you're gonna know that I'm not helping you yeah, I'm just just gonna let you die. That's all right. Yeah, she yeah. had a, a total innocent, you know, just a person going to work. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it makes it all the more kind of evil. It's so random. Yeah. So yeah. On the other hand, though, I like his hat. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say I, I like. There's a couple of panels, a few panels here. There's that um, side-on shot between him and her, and he's kind of reaching out towards her face. He mm. looks totally psychotic, and those mm. eyeballs with a reflection, mm-hmm. I think, are really good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then, like, the train goes by, and he's just standing there, and it's good, and he's, like, exquisite. Yeah. Uh, this this, this was the moment where I really figured out that he was Desaad. I was like, oh, I'd, yeah, since I know Darkseid is involved in this story, I'd right. say that this is probably Desaad. Okay. Yeah. If I didn't know Darkseid was involved, I probably wouldn't have right. put it together. It would have been like, this is like a new whack job. But... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Then we uh, so he's they're working on something for him, a transmitter, and they yep. talk about how it's been active. Um, and at this point, I knew like the whole thing was going to be they were going to try and brainwash Superman, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they do it well. For one, they point out that um, Superman's mind is actually really difficult to crack. Which is, a, you know, a consolation prize because he gets brainwashed so much. Um, yeah. Because, like, yeah. yeah, it's difficult to do, but everyone wants to have a Kryptonian war machine, so... Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they do bring up that uh, they... Darkseid in later issues, like, we brainwashed him before. How yeah, is this yeah. going to be different? Yeah, yeah. So, and I, like, <clears throat> I like how they differentiated between that, and they actually, yeah. you know... Acknowledge, um, that. acknowledge that this is like even worse and you know this is not that this is beyond that there's, so. there's no coming back from this yeah. apparently yeah the whole idea because he kept breaking out of the wine control yeah. um which is a good John Byrne story and uh but like that so their solution is just to erase his mind essentially mm. um so like there's no there's no thing to break out of control he's essentially just a mindless puppet um yeah, yeah. which is much better than like kryptonite poison ivy <laughs> yeah you know what yeah. i always thought was dumb like i was i don't know yeah. just kind of an excuse to have them fight again um <laughs> but, uh, like uh, just the way they do it and it's the same with like scarecrow's fear toxin oh superman's biology is completely different oh but if we just add some kryptonite there then it'll work <laughs> the magic well, ingredients and, yeah. and apparently it, it's fear toxin through sound like yeah, so I this think... is different. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. The uh, the wavelengths. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're like combining scarecrow Tech... stuff with apocalypse technology. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And Superman's running through the streets. Oh yeah, they mention I think uh, what is it? I yeah. So that, if yeah. they did it to an average human, it would have been seconds. That's how powerful this uh, thing yep. is. Um, mm-hmm. 
and uh, then he comes in and he burns Pete's hand, which I thought was pretty funny. Really well. Yeah. I, I like the way that was done as well, just the red glow. Um, yeah, you get the... Like, Screw you, Pete. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, first person. Was... Yeah. Yep. I, at first, I didn't know if that was on purpose, but then I was like, oh, yeah, he was jealous. Like, yeah. I yeah, think it was he... a reflex, probably, yeah. maybe. Yeah. This is when I'm like, oh, that's what the hotline was about. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, he called her hot, and then he burned his hand. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's pretty hot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Clark then runs out. The uh, truck crashes. He, he, oh yeah, he like lifts that truck up um, in his civvies as well. Yeah, yeah. How did some? How did the civilian not be like? Exactly. Well, that guy must be Superman. <laughs> but well, I guess but, even if he did, like it's. It's a guy in a suit that's probably moving really fast, so it's not like yeah. you could really go, hey, that's Port Surprise winning author Clark. Oh, oh no, you so, wouldn't recognize it as Clark. You'd probably just think it's Superman in, in civvies. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's got glasses on, so. I, I also yeah. like the uh, I like the name of the tanker. It says Crown, Crown. Fuels. Crown Fuels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed it wasn't like a LexCorp tanker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's always funny also, when they do that. With his face speaking, on it. Speaking of, uh, speaking of Lex. Uh... Yep. Yeah, yeah, he comes up. Well, it's I, not, before it's we not get there, I like that oh, shot yeah. of Superman going, oh, no, in the junkyard. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's, pro- that's his breaking point right there. We can really hear yes. him. I, I could hear him, like, saying yeah. it, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reminds me of when uh, he snapped out of uh, the Black Mercy in uh, Superman um, Annual 11. Because he was also, you know, on his knees screaming no then, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... When I read this initially, I didn't know the L-shaped pool, so I didn't know this was Lex until <laughs> Batman mentioned it later. I'm like, who's this random bald dude? Because <laughs> oh, okay. he was kind of drawn weird, yeah, so I didn't really yeah. peg him as Lex. Oh, okay. Uh, I just assumed he's bald, it's Lex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's and it's kind of rich, you know, as well. He, yeah. he, he's also kind of uncharacteristic for Lex. Like... We've seen Batman and Lex interact in other stuff, and Lex, even when he's being interrogated, usually plays it pretty cool. Mm. But I guess when you're twisting his arm uh, and like putting him in a submission hold, it's yeah. it's different. But yeah. he, I feel like I feel like Lex uh, just is gives up too easily. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's the physical pain thing. Mm. Yeah, I suppose because like yeah. mentally. You know, Lex could stand up to him, but um, yeah, I think I think it just shows that Batman is kind of desperate to sort of yeah yeah. Also, I I I agree that Lex looks weird, but oh, I think Batman looks great on this page. He, he does, yeah. yeah. Lex does. looks like Mister Zaz almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mister Zaz do like the big bucks. Um, yeah, I, I do like how Lex uh, makes the comment that. Batman, you're becoming my favorite. And I yeah, was like, Ooh. I love that threat. That's yeah, really good because it's kind of yeah. like oh, you don't you don't want Lex as your favorite. You don't want him paying attention to you because you don't want your company in a hostile takeover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, they did a, obviously the whole Emperor Joker thing where Joker took on Batman. Have they ever really done a Lex versus Bruce story? I mean, like, um, I can't really think of one. So I think I think you meant Joker takes on Superman. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Um, I 
I've seen them like kind of go up against each other in Justice League. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if there's any Batman comics where Lex has been like a main villain for the arc. Right. Like they've clashed, but I don't I, think there's been like an equivalent for Emperor Joker where that was like a full arc dedicated to Superman versus the the Joker. Um, yeah. I guess any listeners, do you know of, uh, what examples of Batman versus Lex? Because they're villains Man. that are you know that work suited yeah. to each other. Um, yeah, I feel like there'd be a lot of like cool like espionage and like you know kind of business drama between the because i feel like they'd be fighting on on two fronts they'd be fighting on like a business front LexCorp and gotham or uh, mm. LexCorp and wayne enterprises and then they'd also be you know batman and i guess lex and his power armor so <laughs> but uh, yeah there's um uh have you read lex luther man of steel or it's also called Luther by Brian Azzarello. No, I have not. Uh, very good book, quintessential Lex, and it has uh, Bruce. Bruce Wayne is in it. He kind of uses Bruce Wayne as a pawn in it, but you do see like Lex Luther meeting with Bruce Wayne to meet mm-hmm. and discuss. Like they're kind of, I guess, uh, sort of dueling each other in terms of like, you know, Bruce is pretending to be dumb, but Lex knows he's not dumb and he's trying to out savvy him and ah, stuff. Yeah, that's, um, that, that's the kind of stuff I like. That's uh And I think like, it's implied Lex knows he's Batman. Oh in of course that. he does. <laughs> um I mean like he'd he'd have to. Yeah. Because uh, Lex is supposed to be the smartest person on earth, according mm. to Brainiac anyway. Um he's not the street smartest person. Mm-hmm. You know, or the wisest person that's in pure intellect uh but yeah so that's interesting uh so you should read that it's i think it's four issues okay. uh i i read the uh i mean he, I, he also wrote the joker um yes yeah yeah which um looks surprisingly like the heath ledger joker um mm-hmm. but um yeah i wasn't crazy about that one but the lex one sounds better I wasn't either, uh, but the artwork was really good. It's the same artist yeah. for okay. Lex. Yeah, the Lex ones is like a, you know, it's just it's really just about his hate burner for Superman, but it's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just want to point out that on this same page we also get introduced to Clot. Yeah, who, what a what a dude, little, little devious <laughs> bastard. <laughs> is he regular yeah, what's, again what's as the well? Deal is with he this Clot dude? I, I've never, i never seen him before this, but I had also had never seen uh, Becca before this. Even though I found out that she is a new gods character, she's mm. been around for a while. Yeah, so she sounded yeah. important. I mean, like being the wife of Orion and all that. So I mean, yeah, Orion's was, like huge. Yeah, she made her debut in uh, the Hunger Dogs, which was uh, Kirby's last big. Uh, New Gods story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of his swan song on the whole fourth world, and then other people started taking it over after that. Right. Um, but yeah, she was in that, and uh, oddly enough, not as scantily clad as she is in this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. The, whole, the whole thing was a bit weird. Maybe it was uh, summer. Summer. She we're, just we're we're coming up on that. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we get the Desaad reveal here, which yeah. is a really nice reveal. Mm-hmm. 
um, where he puts on the cloak and he just transforms. Yeah. You know? Yeah. His back's all tore up. I wonder. Looks like he's been torturing himself. Maybe Desaad is a sadomasochist. Could be. No, he's Maybe like the old flagellants. Yeah. yeah. Self-flagellation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and then of course we get the reveal of uh, the big daddy himself. I um, thought this was hilarious. Like did you get surprised by it? Like he just trips over? Like it's yeah. just like Oh that was yeah. so funny. That I was, was like, like, what the, the greatest yeah. thing ever. <laughs> I was just like, hang on, did that really uh, did that really happen? Like, I, like what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just I could hear it in my head. I was like I was like, Yes, there's dark side and like again. I'm reading it digital, so so it only shows panel to panel. Yeah, and he's like, there he is, all ominous, surrounded by his parademons, and then ah, that is so weird. Yeah. Darkseid's been the best source of comic relief when he like because he's always showing up in like these weird purple chairs and stuff, these really mundane mm-hmm. things. Now he's yes. like falling down the stairs. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so funny. And I also comment, you know, I'm back and forth on the art. Uh, I think Darkseid looks weird. Um, he looks fat. Why is Darkseid fat? I'm just looking at the next page. He's just face planted on the ground. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. His legs sprawled. Yes. Yeah. And there, everyone in the room is just shocked. Like, well, everyone, everyone's, thinking... everyone's shitting themselves because, like, yeah. Oh god, he's going to blame one of us or something. Or you know. See what yeah. what they should have done is they should have had somebody laugh and then yeah, he just like went nuts. But then that would have that that would have that would have given it away mm. that he, he doesn't have, have... Some mega beams. Yeah. 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 He loves talking about his Omega Beams. Yes, he does. <laughs> and now he's I... taking an Omega trip, is what he's saying. <laughs> so I'm looking up Becca on Comic Vine. Yeah. So we get the reveal uh, of her as well, just just moving along. We get, um, yeah, we see Dark Side, and yeah. she kind of goes around the corner showing her cleavage. Yeah, <laughs> she is... seems like a very minor yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, like, almost... It's weird how she's so minor considering she's Orion's wife. Mm, I guess right. Orion's character is just like rage and headbutting, you know, right. so no room for well, romance there. Orion himself has kind of become a joke in the New Gods community because Uh-oh. he just always gets his ass kicked. Oh, really? Ah, right. <laughs> um, I, think, I think Scott Free, Mr. Miracle, is the true hero of New Gods. Um, yeah. And I love Barda, too. She's one of my favorite female characters one of my favorite fourth world characters in general but um yeah becca here do you remember that john burn issue with big Barter and superman doing no no <laughs> connor no mm. that that's right in line with what we're about to talk about uh <laughs> that was hilarious though that was like yeah. that was so crazy and the guy was called sleaze for god's sake uh, <laughs> well i will say i think this artist um and I, I'm I'm trying to say this without sounding like a complete pervert. Um, this artist draws women better than he draws men. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm think I'm thinking more of like face, like facial features. Oh yeah, yeah, the facial but, features are quite good. Yeah, but like yeah, obviously they went all out with the uh, the voluptuous. Yes, yeah. yeah. Look, to be honest, is like uh, I mean. I was a bit like, eh, but if she's supposed to be a goddess of love and lust, mm-hmm. then it makes yeah. sense. You know, I don't yeah. mind it. Yeah, her primary uh, role, basically, <laughs> I mean, in this whole thing. 
was to kind of the bat batman (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, yeah (laughs) um oh boy yeah i can't i can't wait to rant about this but we're we're (laughs) (laughs) moving along (laughs) uh issue 39 so oh i was uh, just real quick before i move on to 39 uh We get the shot of the scarecrow for the first time as the scarecrow. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yep. And, Looking and in Batman, yeah. Oh, sorry, traumatized... no, Superman. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, traumatized Superman, and it seems that Scarecrow has taken the uh, dogs from the 2003 Hulk movie. Yeah, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like gamma gamma radiated dogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's a great um, great uh, shot of the scarecrow there, peekaboo. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, now we so, can move along. Sorry, that's uh, all good. Um, so, cover thirty three, Superman holding Batman, uh, mm-hmm. brainwashed. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this before. Um, <laughs> and Darkseid holding it. It it's, looks, a, yeah. it's a good enough cover, though. It is good. He looks again. I think the background looks really good. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I really like this one. Um, it's very ominous, even though, like most comic book covers, it is a big fat lie. <laughs> uh thankfully because i i didn't need to see that again for right. like this storyline of like in fact that you know while while the whole bat dick thing was just a just <laughs> woeful um you know the they didn't do like a you know batman has to stop sort of brainwash superman thing mm-hmm. yeah which was nice yeah yeah um you know, yeah, so he seems much more at a disadvantage in this, which is how he should be. Uh, yeah, because he's not at home. He doesn't have all these like, like plans set in place. So even if you wanted to do that, he doesn't. He's on an alien world, and he's got to fight Superman just with no. There's this magic word, prep time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. And Superman's pretty much a vegetable at this point. He has some basic, uh, I think, self-defense instincts. Yeah. And he starts burning um, the guy, but, like, he's, you know, I think his mind's been pretty much erased, and it's uh, finished when they put the USB stick into his head. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, So I was a bit, you know, I'll, like, uh, as I said, I don't really mind this as much of a lame trope Superman being brainwashed is as I said, this at least acknowledges that it's been done before and it yeah. at least gives Superman some respect, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I uh, mean, one of the disappointing things about it, though, for me, was that it really took him out of the picture for, yeah. like, the next half. Yeah. But when he came know. back in, yeah. I thought yeah. it was, like, the best stuff, you know? Like, yeah. it was really interesting what they did. Um... You know, honestly, I thought everything in this comic was good except for the the Batman Becker stuff. Yeah. Like that that was but that was such a drag and it was so weird and kind of it was, pointless. Like it was, but it you... was so out of left field. Like, so <laughs> out of... I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was just like really weird seeing I, I am Batman gonna comment in that. When we get to the when we start to get to that, I'm gonna talk about the one thing I like about that whole thing. Mm. But for the most part 
it was just so weird. Like mm-hmm. I knew I knew something was up. Like they were building towards something when Batman started calling her the adored. Yeah. And I was like, okay, My so Becca. Batman. My Becca. Yeah, Bat- <laughs> Batman would Batman would probably never say that ever, but uh, yeah. he's like under this, I guess, spell. Yeah. Not mm. really, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the god, um, she's a god, right? And Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. He's saying his well pheromones and all that. I just so. thought that whole thing was BS. Like, oh, the harder the heart, the more. Yeah. They, I'm like, oh, shut up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you I mean, know. oh, yeah, I didn't pay much attention to I that. I was like, like you know, yeah. why can't it just be the same for everyone? Like, right. like why, why is your heart being shut off? with heartbreak and stuff make you more like it's just yeah. stupid. like yeah oh, yeah I, I didn't yeah pay too much i mean she even likens him to orion as well so right um, and i like i like how she's like this is just who i am and it means that um i can cheat on orion because yeah, i can't help like, it no. and Poor orion um and was... also it's kind of weird because like it, it you get into a weird territory here where it's like does does this kind of mean she kind of raped these men? Like, like, she, well, yeah, they're, they're not totally under their their own. Yeah, kind they're of will. they're they're against their own <laughs> volition. But I guess she is too. She can't help it either. She can't. Help, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of like that terrible plot thing when they first introduced uh, Silk in yeah. Marvel oh, to yeah. where she, where she just uh, her her and Peter. Always wanted to bang. Yeah, they just couldn't hate uh, themselves. Yeah, I didn't get far. I <laughs> oh, they've changed. They've changed her. Yeah, they've, she's they've... she's much she's much better now. Yeah, they uh, they got rid of that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, uh, yeah, with the whole is it rape thing. Um, I don't know because it's like, you know, if, if it was up to Batman, like he doesn't want to really feel that stuff, right? Uh, but she's not like deliberately doing it. No, right. um, it's not like she's Aphrodite, like you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. no, she, like she's under, she's under it as well. She's kind of, and I, I mean, she, to give her the benefit of the doubt, she tries to like put Batman at bay. Oh, she does. So, yeah. so she can prevent that. The silent but, treatment and Batman, yeah. <laughs> Batman just thinking yeah. in his own little mind. God, what have I? Have I said something wrong? <laughs> What's but then we just need to examine the dialogue and stuff, and it's wonderful. Oh, um, yeah, it's it's terrible. Uh, but we're jumping ahead. Uh, okay. We are doing his detective work. So uh, you know he's Which... in the cockpit. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he visits Lois Lane. He calls up yeah. Jim Gordon. He's finding out where Superman's gone. And yeah. uh, so when he's looking at the footage of the guy getting grabbed, Fuck. what's going on here? Like, can everyone's? I don't that's, know, what I was that's what I'm telling yeah, you. Shrock, I, Shrocken is he. Everyone can see this yeah, monster. That's a, it's not. Yeah, it's not a shadow in the car. It's a bit yeah. inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And, All right. I'm yeah, and you, you can like on the tape, it shows Shrocken's like big reptilian arm coming out and grabbing the guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, he. I, I'm telling you, it's not a fear illusion. He's yeah. he's actually Shrocken. Yeah. So yeah. So there is that kind of hybrid of Scarecrow and Apocalypse or whatever Dark Side, yeah. Desard stuff that yeah. to him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So we we get Batman. He keeps investigating. He's just you know going through the motions. Bat- he... Batman at his best, I might add. Uh, Doing yeah. what he does best. Yeah. Being a yes. detective. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
I didn't find it particularly compelling. Like, I like when they get a bit creative with how Batman finds information, but he yeah. was just kind of, oh, I looked at this footage, and now I'm just using my tech to see. This particular stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh, uh, and, and and the fighting was by the numbers as well. It was yeah. just um, some thugs again. Um, and it, I don't want to. It kind of felt like filler, like a yeah. just, As in, I don't know. He could have just made this more interesting, right? Yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of effort put into. You know, uh, uh, I don't like the background Batman stuff, but there's effort put into that. There's effort put into the Apocalypse stuff, the Superman stuff. But this is just like, okay, I've got to get Batman from point A to point B, yeah, and I'm going to spend yeah. like five pages doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, and you can't you can't have him meet Shrocken straight away, so he's got to kind of go through right. the levels. Yeah, but I think he could have just I don't know, maybe they just could have he could have just shown off like how smart Batman is, yeah. you know, but he doesn't right. really. Um, but. Uh... Ray, uh, did you get any kind of weird, weird flashbacks when you saw Batman fighting a werewolf? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, why isn't uh, he white? You know, what's his yeah. blue and gray? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I liked how Batman was portrayed in this until we get to the Becca stuff. But he's because, yeah, he's fine. Like he's not. Yeah, like he, this isn't like the overtly dick Batman like we were talking about. Like. Batman seems to care about Clark, and um, you know he's he's actually concerned with for Lois. I mean, he goes and visits her. Obviously, he's yeah. trying to get information out of her too. But you know, I felt yeah, I guess I felt it was a bit. Maybe it's because I'm coming off the Williamson Batman, yeah, and he was a lot more like emotive, uh, okay. like a lot, not a lot out, more, yeah, not out of character emotive though. Yeah. You know, yeah, but um, but this Batman it, isn't it? Like, isn't a isn't a dick? Right? Oh no, he's, right. he's, yeah, he's... So, and we have to think this is Alan Burnett, so this is pretty in line with the animated series Batman, mm. um, who was kind of stoic at times, like this. But he really you know, changed. I think um, I I really like Batman as a character in the original animated series, mm-hmm. but then I think yep. he became more stoic and more standoffish yeah. and yeah. you're right I, you're right I, I didn't like that so yeah it was interesting it's um, like the first the first episode of justice league where he like he's with them but he won't join them i was like come, come on man it's like yeah you build them the satellites like oh i built yeah. the satellite for the base and there's popcorn over there okay cool let's go <laughs> oh i'm not joining you guys um it's like all right well thanks for the satellite then i guess yeah <laughs> Um, One of my favorite memes is like when it shows uh, the Justice League talking to somebody, and they had just like fought some threat, and they leveled their city. And uh, Superman's like, "It's okay, the Justice League will pay for all the damages." And it just shows Batman, <laughs> and he's just like mean mugging the camera, <laughs> like, "Damn it, that means me. That means I have to pay for it." Yeah, Flash does clean up. Batman pays the bills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so this is so we get Batman fighting Shrocken. Yeah. Uh, well, it doesn't last too long. He's kind of no. He so, kind of catches he, wind. Yep. This is why I guess this is why I thought it was an illusion. But he's also physical because he punches him and then he yep. Like with that one punch, he turns into mist. Yeah. Because, yeah. Again, so a bit of an yeah. inconsistency. But he must have like. And then he goes. Yeah. Is he there must have thrown him. That a, 
affects you. So it's like he saw through the illusion, which is why he was yeah. able to. It's weird. Or maybe, or maybe Shrocken just has to take damage to revert back to Scarecrow. I don't know. Possibly. Maybe it's like a, like it's a physical illusion to where like you have to break the. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess the reason why Batman is you know immune to it is that he did all that background work and he discovered what Shrocken is and. That's how, like, he doesn't fall under, you know, any of that spell. But you're right. I think there's some sort of unexplainable, a big punch, and he uh, he reverts to Scarecrow. Um, and I want to bring up the, because, you know, I, I do know quite a bit about Scarecrow. Um, there's some inconsistency with how Scarecrow is portrayed throughout his history. Yeah. Because in this, they make several comments about how he's frail um, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's a weakling, like literally but he, augs- the... he, he augments his strength, right? With something that they mentioned uh, that as well. Like um, he, he, yeah. He, yeah. He, but in some, in, in like one of his origins is one of them. It's kind of weird, but it's one of my favorite scarecrow stories. Yeah. He actually, and I think Connor will get a big kick out of this because it is so is this, dumb. Um, it's is this dumb. the one where he's like reading Ulysses and he's like 10 or something? No, this this, <laughs> this one, uh, Dr. Jonathan Crane, a.k.a. the Scarecrow, uh, became a master of Crane style. Oh, because he's Jonathan Crane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So in, so in some, some appearances, Scarecrow is uh, portrayed as actually being a formidable uh, physical... Okay. Uh, combatant, but in this, no, he's just that's weakling. He's more that's hilariously dumb. Like, yes, <laughs> it's right. it's really bad. Uh, it's, but mm, like, crane the, style. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the awesome. rest. The, see, the rest of that story is so good that you kind of overlook the fact that he's fucking yeah. doing crane style. Crazy but, crane style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like that's crazy. his or that's his origin issue. I think that's like. Mm. Batman annual, I can't remember the number, but um, because I've read it, a Scarecrow origin. Maybe that if he only has one origin in like the two no, thousands. No, he has a few. He has a few. This one was earlier, like uh, mid nineties. Okay, um, I don't think I read that one. I think maybe it was in like four of a kind or something. Wasn't that like four origins? Yes, I, I think, think I might have read think, that one. Yeah. Um. This one is pretty cool because it shows him, like, the first time he becomes the Scarecrow, and he does, like, some really sadistic stuff to, um... It's kind of a carry moment where he gets back at the, like, the high oh, school everyone. bullies. The taunters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember when she started doing Crane style. and The backflip, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, Scarecrow in this... <laughs> Has no crane style. No, he's, I guess, more, he's more flimsy. Kind of I'll, you know, as I, uh, from all my, you know, I'm not a bad expert, but I have read a fair bit of Batman. Um, and uh, I, yeah, from from my perspective, I never would have assumed that Crane would be a formidable fighter, and, a, and the way he's portrayed in media and movies right. as well, he's always weak. So I am well, surprised kind of like... that he. Um, yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, Scarecrow. I think is 
the best kind of Batman villain because he is a villain of the mind. Um, Batman has to outthink him. He's not just a well, he's not Bane. I mean, obviously Bane is also very intelligent, but he's a brute. Yeah, he's very strong. That's what I like about you know Riddler and Scarecrow is that they put the detective side of Batman. And and also like the chemist side of Batman, yeah. In a lot of cases, um, yeah. Um, you give I, me a Riddler issue in the seventies on there. God, that's yeah. like the best Batman for me. Is that um, it's the sweet spot? Yeah, I loved Bane. I read that. I read Nightfall recently. That whole saga, which is way too long, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I thought it'd be like Death and Return of Superman length. No, yeah, it is very, very long. Um, and uh, but I was like, oh, Bane is awesome, you know? Yeah, like yeah. he, because like it, it. I felt I thought it was a bit lame that like he couldn't beat Batman in a physical fight. He had to wait till Batman was like completely broken and sleep deprived. Like it was yeah. a bit. Oh, look how awesome Batman is! That this steroid guy who can you know probably yeah. eat an alligator alive can't beat up Batman. But anyway, um, he was cool. He was a tactician. But then after that. I've been told that Bane is just a loser. <laughs> like, he never gets cool again. Like, Nightfall is his moment, and oh. after that, he sucks. I, I think it's kind of the... It's the Doomsday situation. Because even though Hunter Prey gets brought up a lot, like, Doomsday's moment in the spotlight was Death of Superman. Like, yeah, I mean, it's hard to top that. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, which, yeah. I mean, they're so similar in a lot of ways. They were pretty much created for the same reason. It's like, yeah. let's, cre- let's create this villain that gets our hero off the board for a while. So, Yeah, yeah, it, uh, yeah I think... Geez, Nightfall was the same year, I think, as well. I think it was only a few months later. Because um, I was reading... Jeez, uh, it, was, it was like prelude to Nightfall. I was reading and Batman and Robin were wearing black armbands with the Superman mm-hmm. logo yeah. on them. Yeah. Which is obviously after he died, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was very close together, and I think it explains why Batman didn't pop up in some later yeah. Superman stuff, like it was Asriel and stuff. But um, Asriel's my type of guy; he's great. <laughs> <laughs> I like Asriel when he's Asriel. I don't like Asriel when he's Batman. I, I don't um, know. I liked him because he was Batman because it was just funny seeing this complete lunatic like go off the <laughs> go off the rails. Just you know, yeah. <laughs> um, hey, uh, it, it's it's all in your head, okay? It's, <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, I, I it's just one more comment about Scarecrow being a hand to hand fighter is uh, he does like to bring out that pitchfork every now and then, which I think is really cool. But oh, cool. yeah, he didn't have it either. So no. yeah. that was pretty much a seventies type kind of thing where they gave him the pitchfork um yeah but okay it, yeah. right yeah surprising it's not earlier than that yeah um uh so you know uh scarecrow runs through a boom tube mm-hmm. and batman's like oh crap <laughs> yeah uh but he he goes through it or he no he gets the mother box with the thing and he's like oh i should really get the justice league involved maybe genesis but then he just goes through anyway because yeah. he you know, I think uh, realizes time is of the essence. Um, I don't think he ever does anything to actually get Superman out of that predicament, though. 
uh, when I think about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. He helps at the end, obviously, but like... Well, he gets he gets a bit distracted. Yeah. <laughs> S- Superman yeah. gets out of the predicament because he, um, you know, goes on that weird little Odyssey thing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, so, what's it, the heap, the all-father or something? Yeah, yeah the high-father. The high-father, high yeah. Which yeah. is awesome, and we'll talk about it when we get yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, I, we really need, well, I say we, I said I really need to do more New God stuff because... Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying this as well. I'm, I'm fascinated, and I love what I've read, but I haven't read that much. Like, I want to read more. Because yeah. um, well, I, I feel like you get... Because I, I know the basics of New Gods, you know, Scott Free, yeah. Orion, Traded at Birth, yeah. the rivalry, the creation. But, like, I feel like everyone's like, oh, you just, you read Jack Kirby's New Gods to get an understanding. And I feel like the New Gods is kind of like, it, it's not really an exact equivalent, but it's kind of like a Bible for the DC universe because it, yeah. it forms the backbone for so much of DC's cosmology and how the DC universe works. is like kind of come from New Gods now. Yeah. But... That Jack Kirby New Gods Omnibus is huge. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah so yeah. big. Like, yeah, I have to read so much. Um, and like, I'm sure it's good, but man, I've got other stuff I'm reading. You know, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I, one of my favorite things about New Gods is obviously this is what Jack Kirby did when he left Marvel, and he was obviously disgruntled, disgruntled with Marvel. So, like, the very first page of oh, the first yeah. New Gods comic, you see, like, a crushed Thor helmet. <laughs> uh, so, it's like, yep, yeah, out with the old, in with the new. So. Yeah, he killed yeah. Thor. Then, uh, then Donny Cates recently killed the Justice yeah. League. Yeah. Um, that was actually pretty cool because they did it pretty tastefully, I feel like. Did oh, that um, end up being Darkseid or a Darkseid-like thing? No, it, it ended up being this... Uh, being called the Black Winter, who was kind of this dark amalgam of Thor. Um, he he only lasted like that first arc, but he was pretty cool. Uh, he didn't last as long as uh, Null did, uh, which Donny Cates created. But I think right. the second the second arc in Donny Cates's Thor run is even better because. They finally talk about like where has the Donald Blake persona been all this time? Yeah, because yeah. we have we haven't seen that for a long time, and they yeah. do. He does some great stuff with that. So, um, yeah, I recommend yeah. that run because it's pretty damn good. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, let, let's keep this moving. Uh, we still got yeah. like uh, three issues. another three issues to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so cool, cool splash page of not apocalypse this other planet um yep. i believe it was created uh to be like a uh, it was commandeered by apocalypse essentially um yep. and we get superman he's whipping around like a drone they're like controlling him on a little thing with a wand yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i found it it's pretty cool how i think batman just dives into this i know he's done a lot oh. of stuff but this boom, boom tube thing and he just goes into another friggin you know part of space which is really crazy yeah um but, but stakes yeah. are high yeah know? of course yeah. <laughs> of course superman I like, is, yeah i like how dark side's belt is like the width of superman's entire body <laughs> <laughs> so he is drawn big yeah you're right yes. um um i love that shot of uh 
you know, Superman coming out of the boom tube and uh, also that bam as he punches yeah. Batman. As yeah. As we find out, that punch is fatal, as we find out. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is crazy, I and thought, I, like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, You see it later on in one of Superman's, like, nightmares. I love the way it's drawn. Like, we'll, we'll get to it, but it just really just rips into Batman there. Yeah. And uh, we get the end shot of Superman mm-hmm. hovering over Batman. Um, so uh, explain something to me because it's a little bit confusing. Did Superman like go th- around to where the boom tube was leading and come through, or did he just jump in front of it? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, I can't be bothered to look back and find out. Um, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so the next cover, when I saw the next oh. cover, I was like, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I so love the reflections uh, of reflections of Superman in the gun. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I was like, oh, is Batman and this chick going to be like team beat? Like, I don't know. But uh, she's she's there um, in front holding the gun and Batman's behind her. Mm-hmm. That's not the only thing she's going to be holding. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, she's looking very uh, voluptuous. Um, yes. uh, you know, it's good art, though. Uh, yeah. Good cover. Um, the Uzis are a bit of an odd choice. Yeah, it is a good cover. <laughs> yeah. like, I know, she, she I doesn't use it, right? Oh, she, she does, might, she does. But, yeah, a bit too much. Choose, like, better-looking weapons? Or just, I don't yeah. know. But, um, anyway. I, I'd, uh, say her, I'd say her back is in a lot of pain. Um, that's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, she's but, a god. You know, she's that's true. God. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Batman looks uh, happy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Who knows what Batman's actually doing back there? Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. oh my god! Oh, I just saw this cover in a whole new light, and it's disgusting. <laughs> um. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> so we pick up where last issue left off. Uh, Batman gets turned invisible by Becca. Superman's mm. looking for them but can't find them, and he flies off into space. And then Batman wakes up on this, like, uh, you know, H.R. Geiger thing. Yeah. Um, yes, in the nutty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she saved him. The wound was fatal, but with magic healing God tech, mm. she put him on the thing. And this is the dwarf planet Tartaros, mm. uh, one of many underground laboratories, and this belonged to her father, the legendary Himon. Uh, turned it. This planet turned it from a heavenly body into a battleship when he worked for Darkseid. Because um, Darkseid just loves planets becoming, you know, <laughs> guns. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man, this is when the dialogue starts to get real shitty. Or not? <laughs> not even. Not even the dialogue, but Batman's inner monologue belongs in like a trash romance novel. Yeah, I yeah. I really wasn't. I just I just want to read. I was sorry to see her go. I had a lot of questions, but that wasn't the only reason. Uh, thank <laughs> you. thanks, Bruce. And yeah. then she's you know, she has a very long inner monologue uh, where she kind of regrets rescuing him. Yeah, at this point, it's, uh, it's good to get her side of it. Like you know, it's yeah. not like it's not like she's there with any nefarious, ma- you know ideas yeah. for that for batman she she actually doesn't want him there <laughs> now right. there was 
there was one line and she's like it's an honor to rescue the only earthborn mortal who ever oh, dared yeah. to fight Darkseid hand to hand and get the better of him and I'm like well I gotta find out this because if Batman beats up Darkseid in a fist fight I have to see it um, oh. but it doesn't happen uh, Adam Adam, uh, yes, Adam I saw that. Magic linked me. I looked it up uh, yep like Batman punched Darkseid a couple of times and Darkseid just mopped the floor with him immediately mm. but yep. uh, Batman had outsmarted him in some other way so I think that's what she meant yeah, or, or maybe she just meant that he literally just had the balls to try and beat him. Yeah, like, but she said she, she uses her words carefully. She goes and get the better of him. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that as well. But then it's like, oh yeah, so he it was got the better of him. Yeah. He um he outsmarted Darkseid in some way. Uh, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, and we we've we've covered like a lot of this already, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. um, but like. Batman's just going, oh, I'm transfixed by her, blah, blah, blah. so alluring. My I was, I was so irritated at this point. Uh, I'm like, what the hell is happening? And it I was, was cringing. It was, it was alleviated. I, I was, it's exactly, I was cringing, but I was enjoying the, the <laughs> well, I was enjoying it, like, right. But it was alleviated by the fact that she turned out to be a goddess of lust yeah. and love. Yeah, like, yeah okay, exactly. That's still totally didn't make like it. it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it would have made even less sense if they hadn't brought that up. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I hate it when he's like, he's like his inner monologue. It's the, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like any excuse to touch her, and I'm like, mm. God, come oh, no. on. <laughs> it's a bit icky, isn't it? It's a bit like, yeah. geez. Uh, it's funny. Now, though, be- sorry. Go ahead, Ray. Go ahead, Ray. I was about to say it's really funny because the way that Batman carries himself and stuff, and it, it's so awkward for him. You know, even him. I mean, it's so awkward for him. This kind of realm of, you know, human interaction. Uh, I just couldn't help but think of like, you know, the Punisher because Batman's so kind of like, you know, blinkers on. I've got nothing, no time for love and all that. You know, albeit with Catwoman, he, he gets put in the situation. But as you say, it's very cringeworthy, and you just kind of feel how awkward it is for him as well. Yeah, I just want to comment on the one thing that I liked about the Becca Mm -hmm. Batman situation Mm -hmm. is um, he actually seems to, um, you know, feel remorse for all the women he's used in his life. Uh, He's talking about how, you know, I bet they're, I bet they always wondered what they did wrong. And I just, I just used them and moved on to the next thing for a photo op or whatever. But then the thing that kind of irked me is how he just kind of tossed, and I Connor mentioned this too, how he mm. just kind of tosses away Talia, yeah, and uh, okay. Selena, yeah, right. Like he had genuine emotions for both of those women, so I don't know why they're just. Yeah. Maybe it's because the you know the effect of Becca is tampering with his head, or maybe that's really how he feels. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think it's just the writing. It struck me as a real pity parade for himself. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've had no meaningful relationships. I have bullshit, Batman. You've had you've had romantic, meaningful relationships, like right. in yeah. in Selena and Talia, like you know. Yeah. Um. So, uh, that that really annoyed me because I was a bit like, okay, she's a goddess, but then he had that pity prey, and I was like, nah, fuck this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, he he did say that Becca reminded him of Selena, so obviously mm-hmm. Selena is the one, which. All these years later, it looks like <laughs> that was pretty much true. They almost got married. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we get uh, exposition dump. 
which is awesome because she's like, oh, and this is hilarious. You see Darkseid like implanted in the Source wall, um, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, it was only a year ago that Darkseid was stuck in the Source wall, having been casted by Superman after a battle that rocked our entire solar system. And I was like, whoa, hold up, um, you know, I got what's this from? And I thought it was like some crisis event or something because it seems like one of those. Yeah, it did. Big things. But it was just from this title, uh, issue 12 and 13. They have like a pretty drag out. Well, Superman really kicks the crap out of him and then shoves him in the source wall, which was interesting. Right. I, I'm, I must say, um, sorry, I, I must say this being pretty much one of my first impressions or first introductions into Darkseid, he seemed like a bit of an oaf for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like not the he trips, best. <laughs> yeah, he trips over, he's stuck in a wall, you know. <laughs> He looks a bit bulbous, <laughs> you know. He doesn't look like the most imposing. Yeah, he does look really. like an idiot stuck yeah. in that wall, <laughs> an angry idiot. Yeah, yeah. I but just the, imagine him floating out there. Hell, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the, uh, the the context though was that Superman thought that he killed Kara, so he went berserk and overpowered ah, Darkseid. Right. But the other thing is, uh, you know, Groovy Grant Morrison sort of made it so that like this dark side is just an avatar of his true self. So his mm-hmm. true self is like incomprehensibly powerful because he's a God. Right. Yep. So, you know, um, cause I, I don't think Superman should be able to easily beat up dark side. No. If he no. goes berserk and gets the edge over him and shoves him in the source wall, that's fine. Yep. Especially if it's like a character death. Okay. Right. You know, that that's earned, but like just and in a know- normal everyday situation, um, now you know we saw pre-crisis Superman uh, struggle with Mongol, and it's arguable that the pre-crisis Superman is stronger than the one we're reading about right now. And I feel like Darkseid is on a way higher level than Mongol, so mm, yeah, it should be. It, the power scaling doesn't quite work. Yeah, in this um, inconsistency. Yeah, yeah. but. They apparently they're like in all of the multiverse there is only one dark side. Like oh, oh wow. Okay. I really like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. The new gods are their own thing and like dark side is always dark side, apparently. Right. So yeah, that, is a, that is a cool little thing that you don't often I feel see. like the new gods should be the same though. Like they should Yeah. Oh yeah. One I think, one I, set of them, yeah. I think that's how it's supposed to be, but I don't think they always go with that. <laughs> There's, um... I haven't read Final Crisis, but I've heard it's, like, really good for Darkseid. Oh, yeah. Stuff. And I, I heard Superman, like, sings Darkseid to death or something, which just sounds awesome. Um, <laughs> and classic Morrison. He loves, like, music. They, uh, I think that's the one where they, like, they use the Speed Force to fuck with Darkseid? Uh, and that's how Barry Allen comes back, and that might have been Infinite Crisis, not Final I think that'd Crisis. Be infinite. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I've I've read Superman Beyond, uh, Final Crisis. Yeah, uh, which was like amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, and mm. I read um, uh, Frank Miller did the Dark Knight: The Golden Child, mm-hmm. which I had to read for um signal and like you know that it was okay but like dark club was in that and that was awesome mm-hmm. like he was really like a cosmic sort of force and i'll yeah. recommend checking it out for that but apparently that drew on final crisis's interpretation of dark side so it's yeah. it 
because Final Crisis, like, I have the omnibus for it, but you have to do so much reading to read it. Like, I have to read, I have to be familiar with uh, the new gods, and I have to be familiar with, like, Grant Morrison's Seven Soldiers as well, Mm -hmm. and his JLA, you know? So, there's a lot there. Um, Well, um, I mean, we can get back to the story if you need to now, but uh, I was... Just, Sorry, I was just on the dark side tangent. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, dark side is really cool, uh, and uh, sometimes, sometimes he's kind of not written very well, like in this. Uh, I, I actually, I, I won't even say he's poorly written. I just they decided to do a comedic take on him. I guess. Yeah, I really like the artwork of High Father. Yeah, that that was really nice. That I mean, all the detail because of the. The ships of the Yamada and the and the flames and stuff. It, yeah, it really worked well. Um, yeah, and the whole thing about this staff. Then that's the, that's what we've come to discover. Uh, yes, you know, they need the his kinda, staff. Yep. to get back the Omega beams, and they need Superman. I to think because he's yeah. It's interesting because they're like, uh they need like superman's knowledge as well as his strength to get the staff but how are you going to draw on his knowledge if his brain's essentially not there i know it's just kind of like i guess it's like a homing pigeon or something <laughs> yeah kind of maybe just, just he's, he's relying on the instinct for him to yeah it's yeah it's a bit a bit fluffy in that regards but um yeah yeah i'm sorry the less we interact the better Oh. <laughs> if anything, uh-huh. though, take take away. Um, I do love the facial expressions you're talking about, <laughs> Russell, Russell. Before, no, no, like with uh, Becca, like there's that really. Female like, with Batman, he says the same one all the time. <laughs> or he does, but like, but Becca's got the face, you know, like the exposed face, and yeah, yeah. There's that bit where she kind of looks up, and yeah, she really has that look of like concern and stuff. Uh, uh, Becca's drawn really well. Like if you're drawing yeah. a goddess of beauty, they did a pretty good job. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Well, none of us have the female perspective, I guess, but as a male, I guess, you know, I think it's yeah. Yeah. what I would picture as yeah. a sort of, like, thing, you know. Yeah. Um, notice how Batman has stubble now. Yeah. yeah I, was about, I was about to say, am I the only one that thinks that Batman kind of looks like Logan in that shot? Like, he looks... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. Taller. But yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be like looking up at her. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Should be way taller. Well, that, than yeah. I, I think that'd be all right with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jeez, yeah. that'd be pretty funny. Yeah. Um, second, yeah. Second best doesn't cut it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anything, just as a quick aside, uh, seeing Logan in the old um, uh, Jen McKay Black Black Cat series. He, mm. he kind of guest starred in there, and I love how he was drawn like really short there, like up against Black Cat, because yeah, you, you kind of get that dynamic. I think that would be really, pretty funny. Yeah, it's really. It's like this small, gross fairy thing following Black Cat. I feel like she's like, <laughs> very, very stocky, hairy guy. Just yeah, like, like this foul mouth, like cigar smoking. You know. <laughs> yeah. I was lis- listening to a podcast uh, with Jerry Duggan on it. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's and he said they they did a gag. I can't remember which issue it was, but um, it was like a recap page, and uh, they were showing uh, I, I guess a panel or something. And it was was Loki, and he was like in frame. And then, kind of beside him, you just see 
you just see Wolverine's like little ears sticking up barely on the panel. <laughs> oh, and I was, I, I, I was like, that's great. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, sorry, go on, Ray. Oh, no, no. I was about to go on, move on to the, um, the next kind of big scene here for the. The side's cranky with uh, Scare. Yeah. Yeah, this is it all downhill from here for Scarecrow. He does. <laughs> Clot, far out. What a grisly, grisly. Uh, I thought he was going to be somehow stopped or Darkseid going, no, no, yeah. don't do any of that, but he goes chomping. It's, it's, yeah. um... Okay, uh, I so... I feel bad for Scarecrow. <laughs> oh, no, you don't feel bad for him, but how does... Okay, how does the fear toxin affect Superman but doesn't affect Desaad? I mean... Uh, well, I, no, I, no, I, I know, unless the... Um, fear toxin coupled with whatever Desaad was helping augment it, right? Didn't they? Didn't they help um, Scarecrow with stuff? Um, the wavelengths yeah, and the radio waves. Yeah. And... and I guess this is just the straight up gas, so it might. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The, the yeah, gas so. wouldn't have worked on Superman. They had to get that crazy high tech god yes, thing right. to actually break yeah. through. Um, and yeah. this is just normal fear toxin you know yeah. unless you lace yeah. the fear toxin with kryptonite then it'll work yeah of course <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. um this is i love desaad's expression here is um mm. you know scarecrow's just screaming that's a big set of chompers he has um, oh, yeah. you know tear yeah, right into a big stake with that <laughs> yeah. i meant desaad's chompers uh yeah, yeah. but clot oh, yeah, just yeah, going to well, yeah. going to town mm. scarecrow well, i just and he's, he says he's going to eat his scabs. Yeah, That's he loves his so scabs. Gross. Yeah, yeah, I was like, right. what's with the scab thing? Like, does <laughs> Scarecrow have know. a bunch of scabs now? Like, oh, I... delicacy. I don't know. Well, I think I think what it is is like the scabs from the initial attack from Clot. Like, he says he's going to eat the scabs later, so I'm guessing he's going to wait for the wounds to scab and then heal. Yeah, yeah, That's very weird. Sounds like a yeah. man who knows his satanic delicacies. Yeah. Yes. His um, particular taste is very... <laughs> yeah, this, this is all good stuff. We get, yeah. you know, and then we cut to, like, this just uh, Batman helping <laughs> oh, up this stuff. It's just like, oh, my God. Oh, like look at that. Of course. You know, it's how he, it felt like how two he grabs her. Yeah. How he grabs her. And the worst, the worst is on this page. He starts twirling yep. her hair. Yeah. That's <sighs> a bit, that's a bit creepy. It's yeah, like, there's a guy dressed up as a bat just, just <laughs> right behind you, twirling your hair. It's like, geez, if, it. <laughs> if 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 that was real life, uh, that would that person would be in prison. Right exactly, now. exactly. But uh, criminal. Um, so weird, just so weird. But um, yeah. but this kind of concludes with, like, I guess some more hordes of dark side come around yeah, and they they chase them then they turn into the invisible <laughs> thing yeah. hugging each other hugging each other yeah that's the the um the what? takeaway there they're hugging but no I, I, not... <laughs> surprise he doesn't have her, his hands on her butt like exactly. like <laughs> <laughs> just come closer uh, it's it's already out and about i mean he yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know i would prefer she was like aphrodite you know, if she wasn't yeah. so apologetic, because then I would find yeah. it a bit more interesting. But they're mm-hmm. both they're both got the real pity parade going on, and it's yeah. like, shut up! I don't feel bad for either of you. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah. um, so, you know, if Batman was more like enthralled and she was more of a tentress, then maybe it would 
be yeah. a bit more interesting. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, know, but the cover of the next issue is cool. Yeah, yeah, great. the covers are great. You can't fault the covers; they're pretty. Kind of looks like an exorcism, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dark side looking very Modoc esque on that. <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of lost his chin, hasn't he? Like yeah. he's just, uh, just kind of coming out there. Um, and Superman ever suffering. Like, well, actually, no, the, the cover before he wasn't, but uh, here he's not doing too well. Um, yeah, you bring up a good point. It seems like every cover Superman's been down and out, except for that first one. So he <laughs> face I guess, outside of like. Uh, issue two, uh, the first two issues, he's just been like a drone running around. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then we open up with more of this. Oh, oh ta- my god! Can I tell you my favorite bit? Here we go. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you guys probably know it. How do we stop it? There's only one way. It's oh, <laughs> consummation. Yeah. And there's a pause. And then I was expecting Batman to just go. Okay, where and when, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but he actually he doesn't. He's um yeah. So but anyway, sh- there, yeah. There's more of this. He should have pulled out the ash line and been like, "Give me some sugar, baby." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, I can't uh, control it. I feel bad because yeah, of yeah, right. And yeah. it's like, oh, it's, oh, just, it's all right if I can't control it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's uh. So she's gone. She left me. My, my Becca. Becca, yeah. So again, yeah. a bit more, bit more kind of romancing the stone here. Yeah. Um, Excuse me while I get my puke bucket. <laughs> right. Uh, then we get to like a redeeming factor. We have some really crazy stuff coming up. Yeah, um, yeah. So they they put these like gauntlets on Superman, I think, to rip out the stuff. And yeah, yeah. the source wall's cool. Uh, it's always cool. Um, you know, until like dark multiverse. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like just some nice descriptions, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I guess, like Ray, do you know what the source wall is? Um, no, just just with what it functions. In yeah, the it just—I yeah. mean, the source is obviously kind of like the afterlife, um, okay. right? Or, and like, it's also the thing where all creation kind of sprung from. So it's also ah, kind of okay. like God in a sense. Oh, and okay. it's like you know, it's one of those things like no mortal is <clears throat> meant to see the source wall. And all these things around the source wall, like these colossal gods and titans that have either gotten trapped there or tried to go in mm-hmm. as a mortal, but they, you know, couldn't. So, uh, I mean, that, that's about the gist of it, right, Russell? Yeah. 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 Um, it looks gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So like, I mean, art-wise, art it's really nice to look look at. But so, spoiler, pretty- when Superman goes in the source wall, it's like a pretty big moment. Um, right. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he finds the staff, and uh, he's going back. Oh, this is so good! This artwork, you know, it like is, it is. I love the it. Source wall, the space, mm. um, you know. And he gets so he takes the staff back to Desaad, and I'm sure to no one's surprise. Yes, Desaad <laughs> uh, ends up betraying. You can, see it. you can see it in yeah. his eyes straight away. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. yeah. As, yeah, I knew it was coming as soon as that last issue where Darkseid smacked him. I was like, yeah, Desaad's yeah. probably going to turn on him. Yeah. yeah. Although I did jump ahead a bit. He's He says first he wants to, like, he needs to test out the staff. So he yeah. wants to yeah. use it to get rid of Superman because yeah. you know, they'll have to get rid of him sooner or later. For some reason, even though his mind's supposed to be gone, like, why? Right. But anyway. And um, uh, 
Bat- we also skipped over Batman saves the Scarecrow. Yes. Yeah. And there's weird action going on. Um, Desaad like does a He-Man move yeah. and opens a, a portal. A big, the biggest boom tube ever. Yeah, that's, the... that's just awesome. I love all this yellow, you know. And yeah. Superman, yeah. it just really gives it a, a nice. I kind of feel like this is large scale. You know, I kind of feel yeah. like DC's afraid to do this stuff outside of their event books now. Yeah. You know, yeah, which yeah. is a shame. Yeah. Like, I feel like if I'm reading a Superman book or a Superman-Batman book, I feel like there should be, you know, that like, you know, the biggest series. Why not put, like, these huge-scale events in there, you know? But yeah. now it's kind of reserved for obligatory event, uh, whatever the current one's called, Infinite Frontier, stuff like yeah. that. Um, it's a little mess right now. But, yeah, um, this is really awesome. I love this artwork. And he sends Superman uh, into the Source War to get trapped. Mm-hmm. Or into the source itself, uh, and uh, it's finished. Yeah. He's happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Becca tries to take him out with a sniper rifle with a gun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work. Uh, no. So they they kind of they find out it's her. Yeah, they pretty freeze much freeze her. her. Yeah, and she's like, uh, I don't think she's dead, but no, you know, close. Um, and Batman's like, oh, I could rescue her. My love. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. He doesn't actually say that, but I'm sure that's what he's thinking. He shouts, to be, to, uh, yeah. to be fair, he probably would have saved her, even if he didn't want to bone her. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very true. true. Yeah. Very eloquently said there, Russell. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I'm sure the ladies love this episode. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Then it gets yeah, weird, yeah. and I like this. Uh, so he wakes up in this Superman. Clark wakes up in like a hospital bed, mm-hmm. and it's like this was like, oh, cool. Clark is like sentient again because mm-hmm. he hasn't been doing anything for a while. Yeah, um, he's been a drone. Yeah, and he looks outside, and there's like a combination of like the sort of Silver Age mom and pop sort of Smallville, the farm, then Metropolis, yeah. uh, then you have Krypton as well but like a bit of like a pre-crisis type Krypton and then Lois comes in. Then you have visitors and you get like uh, all these characters. (laughs) Yeah, uh, the Spectre, Batman, the Flash, Brainiac, Plastic Man, uh, Jor-El and uh, Lara, Crypto, uh, Mr. Freeze for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, Mr. Freeze, the Joker, and Scarecrow for some reason. I guess because it's Superman, Batman? Maybe his, his... partnership with batman means he kind of shares some of the villains which, yeah you know it doesn't really work but whatever it it, it, it doesn't matter like it's right it's a cool uh page we we'll uh, get even more cameos uh, as it goes along too but uh yeah batman like, lifts up his shirt <laughs> yeah that's yeah. such a, a awesome Ooh. punch yeah i know yeah we can help uh, we do yeah there's uh jimmy olsen jimmy olsen got joker <laughs> playing playing the bagpipes. Yeah, yeah. Lex, like I told you, I dance on your grave. And uh, actually, before this, they're all saying different things. So yeah. Batman's like, "Oh, decide he's back there somewhere." And it's yeah. a bit weird. Yeah, it gets it gets weirder and weirder. Like, yeah, the um, crypto comes in. Yeah, uh, and we get what... Maxima lusting for Superman. Oh uh, yeah, even in a hospital gown, he looks yummy. That's like uh, one of her characters. Like, man, Superman's just the best. Like, yeah. he's strong, so she wants to mate with him. Um, right. I don't, I don't know who the other chick is. Um, um, no idea. I don't either. I mean, I don't know who um, one is, but she doesn't really say anything. 
I, I think the best line is Bizarro. Uh, the Arky died, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so therefore, he actually means he hopes you get better? Yeah. 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 Um, Bizarro language is always a difficult yeah. beast. Um, uh, we got Crypto. Titano the Super 8. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he's right there. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why is Star giving him cupcakes? It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, I um, love the metal men. The metal yeah. men are awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Itrigan's in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, there is. Yeah. We got Mister McSpitlick and Batmite, and Mister mm-hmm. McSpitlick's like, "Hey, it's nothing to do with me this time. It's all coming from you." Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I love even Star is like for you, like he's giving the. Yeah. And he's he's a yeah, zebra Batman. He's some Silver Age. Oh, is he? Up. Okay. Yeah. Because he's and even got, then, like, the Silver Age-style bat. Ah, yeah. And then the guy the guy from the cover yeah. of Action yeah. Comics. That's, that was uh, so cool. Just gets yeah. so weird. Yeah. And it's, like, a bit meta because technically this Superman wouldn't have done that, you know? Right, yeah. But yeah. so it's really cool how they kind of blend his whole history, like, Golden Age, Silver Age. Um, I guess maybe, like, penetrating the source wall is, like, Maybe the like the multiverse doesn't apply to the source wall or something. Right. All these cool ideas, and Superman's like, I remember everything now. And now he's floating in the mm-hmm. thing, and High Father's like, Super bad. This is your life. Or he doesn't actually say that, but yeah. Damn, this artwork. It's really good. It yeah. really shines in these big <laughs> sort of cosmic spectacles. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah that, I love that that last page. It's just so cool. It, re- it reminds me of uh, Mufasa in The Lion King. <laughs> but... uh-huh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, awesome last page. And mm-hmm. uh, he's telling Superman, you know, it was a good life, but it's over. Um, you know, because you're in the afterlife. Yeah, and they'll go into that a bit more in the next issue, which we'll get to. <clears throat> uh, next cover, Dark Side Victorious. Uh, misleading cover. Yeah, this is a big fat lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dark side with his Omega beams holding Superman and Batman helpless. Uh, and then we cut back to... Uh, so, uh, High Father's telling Superman that he's in the source, uh, but, like, he's a paradox because he's a living thing in the afterlife. So, only the source could have brought him here. But, like, yeah, there's, mm-hmm. so there's... Logically, there's no way that should work, but it's because of High Father's staff. Um... And there's some cool parts here where Highfather's like, there's no return from the source. Uh, so Superman tries to fly really fast, but he's just stationary because the source is, like, there is no sort of time and space there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... And there's actually some really nice dialogue here. Oh. An old man does not age to infancy, Superman. A fire does not regather ash and press it into wood. You enter the source in one direction, and once inside, all direction ends. I thought that was actually pretty well written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... You know, more of this going on, more of this philosophizing and stuff, and Superman's like, you know, he wants to go home because he has a life, you know... Um, but High Father, like, nopes out of there. And, uh... <laughs> you know, all this really interesting stuff is happening, and then we get my Becca. Yeah, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the baths. Oh, he's loving it, I'm sure. He's like, take, is this... Take, taking her clothes off. 
So uh-huh. Batman came in here to save Superman, and but now he's gone on this like his whole plot's just been this weird, you know, whatever. Um, we won't dwell on it any more than we already have. <laughs> but he, he puts her in the bath and revives her with the heat, um, which you know at least makes sense. Uh, well, uh, then they get a little intimate. Uh, yeah, look, oh, that's so much dialogue like there's more dialogue here than there is for superman's like afterlife thing it's just it's monologue upon monologue of this rubbish like as you said russell it's like a romance novel you know yeah. no becca stay back yeah. my adored please stay back we come closer <laughs> stay back no i shouldn't just call bruce fabio and give him some long hair you know <laughs> um, it's okay because thankfully decide is a big old cock block and he <laughs> interrupts him. thank you oh yeah. uh yeah i was i was actually talking to russell while i was reading this i'm like man like, half <laughs> this is really good but all that stuff's really bad um yep uh, but yeah, so he opens up the Omega Realm, which is cool. Darkseid's getting a nice warm, you know, he looks like he's warming himself by the fire. He really does look like a git in this, doesn't he? Yeah. He's just this dumb rock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's so stupid. Yeah, he's like very, like, squat, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, they're torturing Scarecrow, because why not? Um, and yeah, this is this was like hilarious. Where Dasad's like, "I'm gonna betray Darkseid." <gasps> no, um, yeah, but he's doing it with the High Father's staff, and Darkseid's in pain. Uh, and this was really cool. So he mm-hmm. what, he tries to tap into the Omega Force, and I was like, "Oh yeah, baby, this is this is my jam. <laughs> this is awesome." And he's like, he's you know he's moving. It, it's as if the universe is torn asunder to my eyes. I'm moving beyond it, deeper into it, into a void so bleak, so chilling. The emptiness is exquisite weight. There is something, no someone. And his face starts turning to stone like dark sides. Um, mm-hmm. He's transfixed by a vision that lures and repulses, and it sweeps over him like a cold flood, casting all his senses into darkness as he enters the doorway to death. And it's a vision so hideous as to blind me from this world. And he's like screaming and he's like, Oh, and he's like turning into dark side. And then dark side's like, you little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have the chutzpah to uh, get the Omega beams. Uh, he's like, you don't obtain Omega powers without seeing that, which against all horrors pale to side. I am the only one. You're nothing but a pretender. And now my conduit. Yeah. And he takes you making I'm like, man, this was so cool. And it, it makes it kind of redeems Darkseid. It makes him seem like a real badass for being able to withstand this vision. Right. You know, I, that I'm wondering if they were trying to set up that we were gonna see whatever creature the Sod saw in the Omega realm. Because yeah. I don't know if they ever explore that, but I get the feeling it wasn't set up. I get the feeling mm-hmm. it was just a glimpse into the scope of the Omega mm-hmm. Force and, like, just a really chilling hint at what's out there. That's my interpretation anyway, but I, anyone listening, I'm really interested to hear if they ever expand on this. Yeah. Because uh, I find that, like, yeah, that's awesome, this sort of... Yeah, like, <laughs> you know. Um, I wonder if it's a coincidence that the creature kind of looks like a bat. Um... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, what the 
it looked like horns to me. Yeah, maybe more so, of a devilish creature type thing. But it would have to be a big deal, you know. Yeah. Like, seems to be the ultimate void or whatever. So, yeah, very interested if anyone knows. I might I might even post, like, the pages and see if uh, people know. Maybe it's a thing they go into. An- have you read Final Crisis, Russell? Uh, just bits and pieces. Right, um, right. Yeah. yeah. Was now, great. was it Final Crisis or before, after, whatever, where Darkseid uh, hit Batman with the Omega Beams? and That was put Final in- Crisis. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and they all think Batman's dead, but he's not. He's uh, going through time. Yeah, weird. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it's odd on the one hand because it's like, I know for a fact there's a lot of emotional stuff like Superman with Batman skeleton and Alfred mourning, and it kind of cheapens it if he's mm-hmm. fighting pirates, but whatever. Um, yeah. Speaking of Batman... <laughs> <laughs> Again, we go from, like, amazing, interesting stuff to, like, these two clowns, um, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, oh, God, let's do it. And they hold hands? Yeah. Man. Um, so Darkseid shows pity to Desaad, because why not? He you know, looks real cool with those gauntlets on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get, uh, you know, Batman and the the becker come in and start fighting dark side which is like he has the high father stuff and omega beams <laughs> and somehow batman's kick registers on him i just i don't get it like uh yeah i had canon that as uh he gets god powers by being invisible from becker that's my head uh, okay <laughs> i'm head counting it like that because yeah. otherwise it's too stupid <laughs> yeah um and if Batman, they had just yeah. if they had just been a little bit more to the left, they would have they would have killed Scarecrow when they bust <laughs> through that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so Batman grabs a high five the stuff, which uh, triggers like the gateway with the source wand. Sidman's like, "Yep, I'm out of here. Hold on, I'm coming. Don't let go." Uh, and there's some cool description with Batman. He's like, "The strain's unbearable," you know feels like he's been holding on to the staff for hours and it's obviously seconds and you know superman comes through the mouth of this dude and he bursts through the source wall um cool stuff yep. uh the staff disappears it vanishes and uh <laughs> dark side just loves rubbing it in when you know people have uh been fooling around behind his bit, his like Scott's back or yeah, or Ryan's back. He thinks it's hilarious because uh, it's like the New Gods is kind of like this weird family drama as well, which I find mm-hmm. funny. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's like, "What a fine sight for Orion!" Once again, his willful wife finds a distraction—a human this time. Strange in all these years that your powers never touched me, Becca. And she's like, "You would have enjoyed that perversity, wouldn't you?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> she's like, "There's nothing in you for the touch. You have no capacity for love. For you are death." And it's like, "Well, uh, I don't know, whatever." But then Dark I, wonder, like, I wonder if that was a reference to uh, Thanos. He loves death. <laughs> but anyway, I love uh, no daughter-in-law. I only bring death. Uh, but then Superman comes in, starts punching him. And, uh, you know, Darkseid's like, oh, Desart thought he was so clever, but here you are back. And um, 
Superman's like, you're finished now. And Darkseid's like, no, nah, I'm not going back to the wall. <laughs> he jumps <laughs> in the Omega Force to get away from him, which I thought was funny. Um, and, uh, yeah. Yep. So. Orion gives Batman the look. Uh, <laughs> are you okay? As long as you're on my side again. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Orion. So they escape. The Tartaros blows up. They get out in the boom tube. Uh, you know, yeah, Orion doesn't look like he gives Batman, yeah, this look. Yeah. I'm like, come on, Orion, kick his butt. Yeah. Um, and Superman's like, Superman kind of feels like an afterthought here. Yeah. He's like talking to Bruce and then he's like, go home, Clark. Lois misses you. Yeah. And he walks yeah. off. And then, uh, we cut to New Genesis and the Orion and Becker are having a scene, you know, and, you know, it's nothing that interesting. And then, of course, of course, Becker's naked. And of course, Orion's like, oh, it's my fault, you know, not yours. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and then she seemingly gets vaporized. And apparently this is a tie into Twilight of the New Gods. Oh, I wonder, I wondered who, who it was uh, that did that. But yeah. Um, I actually, I looked it up. I know who it turns out to be. If you want to know, sure. It's her dad, him on. He's running oh. out, kills a bunch of them off, but they all come back. I think. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think, I think our thoughts are pretty clear. I think for me, I, I quite, especially like, uh, issue two and three onwards, especially when it got towards the end, I really loved everything that wasn't Batman and Becca, that mm-hmm. source wall stuff. And the, stuff with the staff Dark Darkseid that was gold you know mm-hmm. yep. pure gold and then it was the opposite with the romance so uh what, what are your thoughts um pretty much the same I thought I thought Batman was great uh in the beginning of yep. the arc and then this whole romance subplot just it doesn't work um especially with Batman and yeah uh, I, it was real creepy and cringy um but the rest was great yeah i'm always a sucker for the new gods yeah uh, situation desaad was a fantastic villain mm. um i know scarecrow really didn't end up being much of anything but i was glad he was involved i wasn't expecting um, him to I w- yeah if it's scarecrow and dark so i'm like oh scarecrow's gonna be the opener right he's yeah. in my head uh, yeah but really, Desaad was the villain of the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah, he was. You're right. Um, um, I was a little disappointed with uh, how Darkseid is portrayed, especially getting so easily beat after he got his powers back. Yeah, I mean, I the thing is, I yeah, because obviously, like Superman doesn't really beat him. Darkseid just runs. Right. And I think. I think you can take it. You can take it two ways. You can take it as in like Superman's being portrayed as more powerful than Darkseid, mm-hmm. or you can take it as Darkseid just does not want to go back to the Source Wall. Like he's just right. not risking it. He's just fleeing. Um, yeah. And the thing with Darkseid, his power level can be inconsistent. Yeah. Because uh, in yeah. Hunter Prey, he got beat up by Doomsday, which yeah. was like yeah. n- should not happen. No, you know? it should. No. Um. So, yeah. Uh, but Darkseid falling down the stairs is the best thing uh, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that <laughs> was the, that uh, was great. 
the aftershot of him face planted on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Um, But yeah, and the thing with the Batman and Becca thing, I don't think it had any thematic relevance to the rest of the story. If it tied in somehow, you know, if it tied in thematically with other things that were going on, but it didn't, it felt so separate. Right. It felt like two comics in one at some parts. Um, so, yeah. 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 It's going to be hard for me to grade this. I know. Um, I don't want to give it a bad grade just because of a subplot, you know? But, like... You have to take it holistically, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that, that, that stuff with the source, uh, the High Father, Dark Side, Superman... Um, that stuff is like eight to nine out of ten for me, but then the stuff with like Batman and Becker is like a three to four, you know. So yeah, so I would probably have to give it like a seven. Yeah, uh, seven out of ten. Um, again, without the Batman and Becker stuff, it would have been an eight or a nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, totally. Uh, there was like a lot of really interesting ideas there. Um, you know, like, even if we spend a bit more time in the hospital room, maybe, like, I feel like, like, because that, that scene, there was, like, a lot implied there, but then you look at the amount of pages and monologues we get between Becca and Batman, mm. it's a lot of the comic, and it's a lot of dialogue as well. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a 6.5 uh, faceplanted dark sides. <laughs> um, I'm glad I'm I give it... it... I'm going to give it seven Desaad Pearly Whites out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's worth reading, you know. Yes. It's definitely worth reading. Uh, the highs make up for it. Um, and I'm not just bashing on Batman. Like, I, you know, as for, for readers who know, I, like, I've read a lot of Batman. So, you yeah. know, I don't, I'm not going into it hating Batman, but, like, his plot, unfortunately, just sucked in this. Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, as as Russell said, he was fine at the start. And I am disappointed that, like, on the one hand, you don't want you don't want Bat God running around in apocalypse, right? You don't want him fighting right. Paradigm and stuff. But on the other hand, like, he didn't he didn't do much really in the no. large scheme of things. Um, mm. You know, like he he held the staff, which yeah. let Bat- Superman come back, but that wasn't through design; that was through accident. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess he, he did. He figured out who was behind it, and therefore it got him to actually get to Apocalypse. But then, yeah, he didn't do anything except try to get, you know, laid, and then, and then held the staff by circumstance and yeah, saved and the that's day. <laughs> that's all him and Becca contributed is holding the staff yeah. by circumstance, and then yeah. Darkseid just noped the fuck out of there when Superman's like, "You going back to Source Jail?" Um, yeah, Becca so, technically did more than, than Batman did. I think like, Desaad's the real hero here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you think about it, all the plot developments in this have come from Desaad. He's the only one who instruments change in this book. Um, and I love Desaad. It's cool to see him get to do stuff. Yeah. He's, like, this he's was great. really a Desaad book. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, well... Um, oh, um, Ray just messaged, uh, and he said that he would give it a seven hair twirls out of ten. <laughs> ah, so, excellent. 
Yes. I would so, imagine Ray would have similar feelings to us. Maybe he wouldn't be as harsh on the romance from what I gathered, but um, yeah, yeah, I think we can all vaguely agree. Hello. I think now's as good a time as any to drop in my thoughts. Uh, apologies, listeners. I had to duck away the last 20 minutes or so uh, of the episode, so that's why I became mysteriously silent. But yes, as Russell mentioned, I texted him, uh, just had to tend to the uh, the fam, a uh, little Zodonian fella. But um, yeah, I gave it about a seven. I think this whole, this overall arc of torment. Uh, look, Connor and Russell had mentioned many valid points, uh, and Connor was correct. Uh, I'm a little more tolerant of that that romantic aspect between Batman and Becca, but I I rightly do agree that it seems to have steered the the overall story and the arc just a little bit off course uh to me it was almost as if like uh Burnett had this idea uh, and as he wrote it organically evolved with this other subplot with Batman and Becker and and then he ran with it going oh I might try to explore this so it started actually gaining a lot more traction and a lot more screen time um, for the in uh, in the arc, then I think was maybe originally intended, but yeah, it certainly seemed a bit weird. Um, and look, look, I don't mind that that whole. It is a bit icky with the whole kind of this whole lust lusting, but she is a new god, un- understandable. Uh, and you know, Batman's only human as well. But yeah, I'd give it a seven. Um, similar to the guys, I reckon most of the intriguing, interesting stuff for me came from. Um, from this idea of using brainwashing or zombifying uh, Superman to get the staff, all this greater bit of the story to to actually get Darkseid's Omega powers back. Um, that, for me, was uh, very interesting. Um, and, yeah, I didn't mind uh, Batman and Becca. It just seemed to really exponentially grow within the story. It's something that was, uh, you know... I don't know. Maybe it's something that you can't really ignore or you can't have as a fleeting moment, but I certainly, it seemed to me like that this was, yeah, really something that was against the grain of the greatest story, perhaps. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Because, yeah, at the end of the day, she she had um, a role uh, in going up against Darkseid and she's intrinsically connected to him. But, yeah, this, this whole thing about the Batman falling under the spell. I think it could have been done. I don't think it was that important. You know what I mean? I think it could have just been done and maybe mentioned or uh, alluded to, but not given that much attention. Anyway, I'll hand it back to the guys now to to wrap up their thoughts. Um, I believe Connor's about to talk about the artwork. So, uh, yep, those are my final thoughts. A 7 out of 10. Uh, I thought the artwork was good as well. Uh, yes. A bit wonky I, I, in parts, but yeah, it's, yeah, for the most part, good. Like, I really loved the artist as Batman. Um, yeah, but I wasn't a fan of his dark side. Uh, yeah, I, except for when he tripped. Um, but uh, he's good at a comical but, dark side. <laughs> yes, yes. Just it's kind of a portly, fat dark side. I don't quite <laughs> get it, but 
starts whatever. getting after he loses the Omega Beams. Yeah, he's just eating. Like, <laughs> he's, he's just depressed, sitting, man. He's, yeah, he's, he's sitting on his throne and he just keeps getting cheeseburgers. Mac is on speed dial, <laughs> you know, coming to Apocalypse. Uh, yeah. Um, but I agree, a bit jarring to see Darkseid run from Superman like that. Uh, yeah. I guess in the context of this run, Superman defeated him before. So, you know, just take yeah. it as it is, I guess. At least it's not I, as ludicrous as. Right. You know, I'd be. love to. I'd love to go back and read that one. Uh, I saw yeah. the covers. I saw the covers for it, and they were great. Um, yeah. Um, Dark, Dark Side looks way more menacing in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he is. Um, you know, so I. I think Adam read it recently. I don't think he had good things to say about it, but I, I'd be interested to read it too. Um, the whole run's supposed to be good really so yeah well um i believe that wraps us up Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so russell uh where can people find you uh i am the uh host of uh tomes of evil a super villain podcast you can find me on twitter at tomes of evil pod uh, we also have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash tomes of evil pot. Um, so yeah, um, just come check us out. We talk about bad guys all the time. Uh, Connor and Ray have both been guests on the show. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, it, uh, I'm sure that they can attest that it's a good time. We have a lot of fun over there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, we're doing, uh, think in a couple of weeks we're doing the next sanctimony of the sith yeah yep. yeah um so yeah russell and i do a sub well a sub show on there yeah. more yeah. more he does it i just tag along to co-host but um <laughs> yeah then we, we talk about the sith and occasional jedi i guess so that that'll be fun <laughs> yeah. um and uh yeah so it was good having you on here this is a good oh, pick you. you know yeah. it was uh, the good made up for the bad. Oh, this is a comic <laughs> I remember. Um, yeah. <laughs> for both reasons. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so uh, next time, listeners, uh, we are doing two issues that Ray has chosen from the 2000s. Uh, mm. one, one looks like a little noir detective thing with Clark Kent, the other one seems to be a Superman Wonder Woman uh, beat up monsters fest. So that'll be fun. Uh, yeah, well, uh, until next time, you know, just, uh, keep on flying. (laughs) See ya. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.